Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. But we're not in Vegas. Screw Vegas and the Super Bowl. Who needs, who needs it? We'll get into the Super Bowl a little bit later in the week. Uh, we we kind of need the Super Bowl later. Yeah, well. But not today. Yeah, not right. yet. Right. Not, not yet. It is a Knicks town, baby, and we're living in it. Off of Saturday night, BT. You know, I felt good about the game. This was such a big game that, like, my wife and I made, my wife and I made a point to sit down, have the snacks ready to go, oh, watch LeBron uh-huh. and the Lakers take on Jalen Brunson and the Knicks. But, I, you know, watching that game, and I felt like this before last week anyway, and I thought the Knicks were going to lose that game. They just don't have enough right now. It's not their fault. They're better than the Lakers. LeBron, the king corny. I mean, I can't stand him. Get 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 out of here, LeBron. Okay, whatever. Flexing his muscle like the Lakers did something big. Wasn't a big deal that he beat the Knicks. However... For me, not just that game, overall, we talked about this earlier in the week, last week or whatever, two weeks ago, Knicks need to make a trade. The Knicks are in a spot where they have, the the path is there. We said last week, the path is there to get to an Eastern Conference Finals, to get to an NBA Finals, to potentially win the whole damn thing. They need to make a trade here ahead of the trade deadline coming up on Thursday, 3 p.m., I'm not saying it's going to be a blockbuster. I mean, Murray, I take, obviously, just heard Boomer and Geo a little bit talking about Mikhail Bridges. I don't think that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But they need to make a trade to upgrade their two-guard position. They need one more scorer, and then they could send DiVincenzo to the bench and put them in a better position. All right. I, I think that everybody needs to understand just what, what kind of you know power position the Knicks are in. Number one, they're really good. Number two, they've got all the picks, and they've got cap integrity. I disagree. I disagree. I, I know the splashy thing is, you know, we love talking about trades. We do. Trades are fun. It, it, Knicks don't need a trade. You know, even go back to the mechanics of the game. And now, in Sal's defense, he was saying this even before the game. Yeah, this is how I know. Oh, like, I think we're in agreement just to clear this up. Because there was some overreaction, like, oh, the Knicks were exposed. No. No way. No. That's so stupid. They, they, they lost exposed. that game. Only, yeah, come on. They, they lost that game for one reason only. Well, two reasons. No Ananobi, no Randall. Boom. That's it. Yeah. I mean, listen, the Chew has been eh, more than we thought he would be. But y- you don't really need Precious Chua playing 42 minutes, which he did, and taking some shots during that six-minute run when the Knicks couldn't score. So, you know, go back to this. The Knicks led 86-80 after three. You know, they led by two with seven minutes to go. 
then they can't put the ball in the hole. All right. You know, obviously they complicate Jalen Brunson's world. And without Randall, without OG, there's no buckets to go around. And they lose the game. Uh, you know, newsflash to Knicks fans. They weren't going to run the table the rest of the way. I think the Knicks, if 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 they are, if, if they are worried about, you know, not allowing this to take, gotta sag into the summer. They're missing the boat, and that's the beautiful thing about this Knicks organization. Now they see the big picture. I think back in in you know previous um, with previous regimes, they'd say, "Oh, we're knocking on the door. Oh, we're right there. Oh, let's do so," and they wouldn't pay attention to the future, and that would obviously hurt them. The play for the Knicks now is to first of all, did Frank the Tank hurt OG? Can you help me with this? I, you don't fright the tank. I do. Did, did he hurt OG's, sh- like, elbow? Did, I don't know that. Well, I, I somebody it. sent me a video after, uh, I guess that would have been the game when they were down by 15, came back and won uh, last week, right? Uh, the Pacers game. And OG's walking off the court. I, I think it was Frank the Tank. He shook his hand. Then basically somebody said that's where OG got hurt. Anyway, got to get OG back. Got to get Randall back. And then you go to battle with, I think, what is one through ten, the deepest roster in the NBA. And then you make the power flex this summer. Yeah, but why wait when the window is there now? Because the window's going to be better over the summer. How do you know that? I know it is. Because better players are always available uh, during the summer because teams pounce during the draft. I'm talking about right now in season, their chance to go win a championship, BT. It's there. Embiid out. Sixers are in disarray. Doc Rivers in with the box. Bucks have a little bit of an issue here. It's basically one team in the East that you need to go beat. And now I know the postseason's not going to be easy. And some, you know, Cleveland's good. You can't overlook them. Who knows? Miami could be tough. Pacers you know, healthy. They're whatever. tough. Yeah, right. They're no, tough I team. know. But the Knicks are better. They're as good as anybody else. And I think they're better than those teams through a seven-game series. Now, they have to prove it, of course. And they have to get themselves healthy with Randall and Adonobi. But we expect to get them back here sometime soon. Assuming those guys can come back. You're looking at a wide-open Eastern Conference for the first time in a while. It's there for the taking now, and I don't think it has to be a superstar. I need an upgrade. Again, I said this last week, and then I think it gets even more amplified when you watch the game Saturday night. Like, they need another guy who can score. DiVincenzo can't be your second option to score. It's all Brunson. This winning streak, it's all Jalen Brunson. That's not true. Dante DiVincenzo has been absolutely phenomenal. He's okay. He's not. No, a, no, 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 no. He can't be the I'm number not two saying option. He's gonna, I'm not, Sal, I'm not saying he's, he's inconsistent. You know, I'm not saying he's this guy you know, for, forever. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo. Dude, he's back in 30-point games. Yeah. Dante DiVincenzo's been phenomenal. He can't be that. He's not that guy, I though. know, and he's not going to have to be when you got OG and Randall coming back. Right. I'm not doing something rushed. I'm not doing something now. It's not rushed. They've been planning this. Well, yeah. Well, they've been looking to get well, Murray for yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah. But yes. But what I mean is, like, I don't want them to feel the rush because Randall and OG are out. Certainly, Randall's going to well, be out. Well, that longer. to me has nothing to do with. No, it. that has everything to do with it for me. If Randall, if we got news a week ago, Randall rotator cuff surgery done for the year. All right, I might have a different opinion. Yeah, well, so would I. I would agree with you. Don't do anything. Oh no, that's when I would do something at that point because then you've you've got to at least give yourself a chance to to dance in a very open Eastern Conference. The Knicks and I listen. I know the Bucks have championship pedigree. I'm sure Damian Lillard, even with the Doc Rivers stuff yeah, that sure. you mentioned, is going to knock down a you know a buzzer beater at some point in May or June and point to what time is it? It's it's, it's not Ben Simmons time. It's going to eventually be Damian Lillard time. Understood. I know the. Celtics are awesome. 
I am not touching this team. Randall's coming back. OG's coming back. Brunson's a superstar. Let's go. Yeah, I don't see, need to make a see, trade. See, to me, they're not enough with that. Now, again, I think they are. Brunson, legit superstar. You and I, we agree on that. I believe they can win with Randall being their second best player. I know we maybe disagree with that, but I still think they're a championship team with Randall as their second best player. However, I need, I want two things. A veteran backup point guard. I love Deuce McBride. They need a veteran backup point guard to give them quality minutes to give Brunson a rest in the postseason. I'm trying to put together a championship and by team. the way, that's not the move that I'm going to push back on. I'm talking about yeah, something well, big. Well, then the next one They're going to gonna me, make a little tiny no, move. Well, I know that. The next one to me is two guard. I want DiVincenzo to the bench. He it, Get Grimes, and I like Grimes too, like his potential. Yeah, Grimes. I get yeah. rid of Grimes. Well, what does he do? I'm going to keep saying Grimes is going to be really good. He's got potential. Yeah. You, you don't want to give up on players. However, right now, if you could give up on Grimes, you know, a Dean three guy, whatever. You can't knock down a three of those line drive shots drive me nuts. But if you can move DiVincenzo to the bench yep. and and elevate the two guard and have a legitimate two guard scoring option, that to me makes this team a championship team, especially with the East being wide or, open. Why would you wait? I'll tell you why. Because if you get the wrong guy, it all goes up in flames. I know it sounds good. DeJounte Murray. You know, yeah. I might have to eat these words. They might make the trade. It might be amazing. The Knicks might win it all. Then I would be like, man, I've never been so happy to be wrong. Or suddenly the ball's not in Brunson's hands. Suddenly ah, the, the, the ball be in his uh, hands. But then DeJounte Murray's not quite as impactful. All of a sudden the offense looks a little less cohesive. And then when Randall comes back, it takes more time to figure that out. If there was a perfect move to make, I would make it. I don't think there is. You see, I think that is the move to make. And by the way, before we get back to the calls here, 877-337-6666, did you see the Knicks over the weekend paired up their issues with CAA? Of course I saw that. Well, what do you think that that is? That's laying the groundwork right there. Yeah. Now, is the groundwork now or during the summer? I don't know, but that's smart business, and that was very, very, not surprising, very refreshing and reassuring to see that. The Knicks have have dotted every single I. I said, you know, a week ago, they're the best franchise in the city. The Knicks are so well run right now that even though you know I said what I said Sal said what he said don't you just in terms of how they should attack the next couple of days before the trade deadline on Thursday isn't it amazing to be able to say that there's actually a level of inherent trust no matter what they do it's going to be the right move well no, honestly yes to a certain extent I think though this is the time like they've aligned everything and you got to sit there and say okay is this are we going to fire our final bullet here. Yeah. I think this is the time to do it because I think the East is wide open. Now, the reason why I would say I wouldn't go the other way, if Randall were hurt, yeah. then they can't win a championship to me anyway, so why go out there and fire that bullet? Mm-hmm. That's why we Well, because we you'd still have Randall next year with the guy that you bring in unless it's an expiring yeah. deal, which it probably won't be. But then I might I might as well wait till the offseason and see if there's a better option. Gotcha. Out there. BT and Sal on the fan. Let's get to the calls. Dale is in Manorville. What's up, Dale? Hey, what's up? I'm uh, what's up, buddy? I'm with I'm with BT on this one. You know, like why 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 mess up like the fluid play of like what's going on right now after a win streak like that, and then possibly you know mess up what's going on. I think Divincenzo's a winner. You know, yep. Seen that in in college. You He's know, a bench player. He's a bench player. I don't know. I just I wouldn't mess things up. Oh, um, you know, maybe a little. How are you messing things up? What do you mean mess things up? I don't know. They're just playing really good right now. I don't think we need anybody to make any changes. You know, especially 
Embiid, he's I, – I mean, he never did anything in the playoffs anyway that makes me scared, so I would just stick what it is. Uh, and thanks for the call, Dale. We appreciate checking in. You got to go for it. The Knicks need more to be a championship team. You can't – I get they're going to be different. Obviously, they are different with Ananobi back and Randall back. To me, BT, they still need one more scoring option. DiVincenzo isn't that guy to me. I like him. Nice yep. player. I think he's a bench player. I think he's inconsistent. I, you can't rely too heavily on him. You saw it in the game the other night. And I know he ended up playing well, but in the beginning – I mean, dude, he was 6 for 16 from downtown. Like, come on. I mean, that's volume right there. You, oh, need, yeah, yeah, yeah. you need a little bit yeah. more efficiency, especially when you only have Brunson. So I'd rather have an upgraded two-guard, DiVincenzo to the bench, Grimes out of the equation, veteran backup point guard. That could be a championship team. Okay, so this is early February here, right? It's early February, deadline's Thursday. Knicks coming off a, a marquee, high-profile game, a loss that I know bothers us because we wanted to beat LeBron. We want to keep this going here. And they had it. It's going to put the ball in the hole, final six, seven minutes. Okay. But I want everybody to understand. I, this is why I really disagree with Sal. I mean, again, that little tiny spare piece. I, I don't mean that. I mean the trade. You've got, let's see, in five weeks, maybe six, you will have, and before that, for Randall, I'm just trying to prove a greater point. You will have an all-NBA player coming back in Randall. You will have one of the top three and D guys in the NBA coming back, certainly way before that, in OG. And oh yeah, by the way, you will have a seven-foot-one beast of a defender now in a different role because Hartenstein's going to start. And the Knicks at that point, even without a trade, are ready to compete for you know, championship. I actually worry about Robinson coming back Why? and the negative impact he could have. A caller brought this up last week, and I agree with him. He's not, he he. It seems to me at times he could be a little bit of an issue, like off the court, like the I'm social not, media yeah, stuff. Yeah, over I'm not the saying years. he's a bad guy, yeah. but like. Uh, maybe a little selfish would be the way to term it. Okay. Where he's not going to be happy losing his starting job and not being a more integral part. I worry about that. I'm not saying it's going to happen, yeah. but I would have concerns about Mitch. I don't want him coming back and messing things up. I think a trade is necessary, and I would take my chances with the chemistry issues, and I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. You bring in a good player, move DiVincenzo to the bench, and away we go. Yeah. I worry about the, the chemistry with Mitch. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. As a matter of fact, I've got three quick quick reasons why. Uh, Mitch is the easiest guy to plug back in. Number one, he got paid. So generally, the first issue is when when you come back and your role is lessened and you're on the precipice of being paid. That's a problem. He got sixty mil, so they broke it off. He earned it, and he's fine financially. Boom. Number two, unless he has zero self awareness, and I don't think. He's that guy. I think he's a, a good-hearted team guy, even with some of the yeah, dopey right, or whatever. immature tweets. Yeah, exactly, terrible. immature. Yeah, immature immature but and I, selfish, yeah, that's it. But I think when you've got some awareness and a little maturity, when you're out, when you're away from something, and you see what you're away from flourish, both from a team perspective and the guy who's playing for you, unless you are an idiot— you're not causing a problem because everybody knows that Hartenstein's been twice as good as Mitch can because he's more diverse of a player. And number three, it's a seamless, you know, plug back in because he doesn't need the basketball. Now, if you've got a guy like, yeah, it's going to be a little tougher with Randall, who's used to having the ball, you know, I don't want to say monopolizing it like he once did, but Randall needs the ball to be in a flow to do his thing. Whereas Mitch, hey, clog the middle, here's a lob, get a rebound, block a shot, take a seat. Yeah, That's easy. Dino is calling from South Plainfield. What's up, Dino? Dino. Hey, guys. What are you guys doing, man? How's everything? How are you, Dino? Um, so the Knicks need another superstar. And for the simple fact, this is what I'm going to say this for. Because generally, we know in the playoffs, role players 
do not play well on the road. I mean, sorry, role players, yeah, they don't play that well on the road. Yep. No. Generally, so they, yep. they generally speaking. They might be great speaking. season, but it comes to the road playoff games, they're not that good. Miami has a ton of experience no matter what they've done in the season. They show up in the playoffs. Boston is a great team. Randall hasn't proven nothing in the playoffs. Even Tom Thibodeau has not proven that he's a good coach in the playoffs. His team, the Bulls, they had one of the best teams that year, and they couldn't get past Miami in that yeah. first year. If they don't get a superstar, Jalen Brunson is not Michael Jordan and LeBron James. He's not going to carry the team during the playoffs. No, no, so he, ha- he has to. They can think that they can go to the championship without another superstar. No, Dino, that's not what we're talking about here. They, they, they do have a superstar. It's Jalen Brunson. No, that's another superstar. You no, no, no. With just one. No, Julius, Julius Randle's an all-star three of the last four years. Forget Michael Jordan. <laughs> Forget Michael Jordan. I love this. Oh, he's not Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. okay, get lost. Yeah, we need Will Chamberlain. Yeah, yeah exactly. Where, where's Bill Russell? I mean, he's not Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's not Michael Jordan. Oh, oh, wow. Might as well pack it in. <laughs> Might as well quit as a Knicks fan. He's not Michael Jordan. Not LeBron James. I mean, geez, come on, dude. Get, get real. Get real. <laughs> Boy, that set you off. It did set I didn't you off. I'm tired of it. It's so dismissive. Yeah. Watch the games. He's a superstar. Okay, but hold on a second now. Oh, they need another superstar. Yeah, go get Kevin Durant. Go get LeBron James. Yeah, but hold on a second. Sal, think about this. And, and you're right. You know, you're screaming. I've screamed that uh, Jalen Brunson's a superstar. Then why are you telling us they need to make a trade rather than if it's the right thing, like you seem so hard pressed to make a deal, why? I don't think they're a championship team without an upgrade. They need another scoring option. Now, again, when Randall comes back and Ananobi, I get that those guys aren't going to be able to play the entire game. Now, Tibbs is going to find out. Yeah. But at some point, you're going to need another option. I don't think DiVincenzo is that guy. Look at it right now. They should be able to, and I know that they have because of Brunson. That's why he's a superstar. They should be able to overcome the loss of a couple of guys on any given night, right? Yep. I watched this team without Randall and without Anunoby, and they've got nothing. They've got a good team, good chemistry, good ball movement. Sure. As far, I'm talking about scoring wise. They have nothing. I don't. I, I don't like DiVincenzo as that type oh, of guy. I, I love him, but Dude, how would, he's not that guy. Uh, I, listen, we just see him differently. I think he's an awesome. player. He's a player. good role player. I think, he's be, player. I think he's better than a role player. But that aside, I got you. We don't. We don't see it the same way. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. I love Dante DiVincenzo. But I, let's let's not be unfair to the Knicks. Go to any other good team, all right, and take off their two best players right. or two of their I top get it. three. I get it. We're having the same conversation. I know that, but I still think one more piece. Like, why wouldn't you upgrade to? If you look at this team, their weakness to me is what? Is, is you gonna say scoring? Yeah. Well, Statistically, well, that doesn't say that's not true. No, though. I was gonna say two guard. Okay, I, I want, but that's kind of saying scoring. Well, whatever. Yeah, All right. another scoring option. Okay. I'm, and again, you can't have it. I'm talking about building a championship team. These things aren't easy here. I know. Like, we're asking a lot. You have a superstar in Brunson. You have a three out of four last year. A three-time All-Star, Julius Randle. You got Ananobi, who fits like a glove. You got some guys who play. See, Josh Hart, I don't want to say he's the problem. (coughs) Excuse me. I don't want to say Hart's the problem because he's not. He's a good facilitator. Problem is... He can't score. No, I, I can't have Josh he, Hart taking big shots. He's not no, a threat at all with the ball in his hands. You need one more guy on the floor. It's it's heightened now without Randall and Adenobi, obviously. But to me, they need one more guy because it's just all. You watch this team. I have no confidence in anybody outside of Jalen Brunson to do something. And it's just too much to ask of him to score 45 points a night. I got a point on Randall. I want to throw to you. We're at you coming up next year as we get a little deeper into this Knicks stuff. Okay. BT and Sal on the fan. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you. 
that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Brandon Cutie, Salakana back on the fan. We're talking Knicks to kick off this Super Bowl week. Hey, we're here in New York. We're not in Vegas. The Knicks are the story right here. We'll get into the Super Bowl, BT. I know you want to have a lot of thoughts on that. Holmes and uh, the Niners and Purdy and all that stuff. We'll have some fun discussing that as we get closer to the game, of course. But we definitely want to talk some Knicks to start coming off of Saturday night and the trade deadline being Thursday and this team having a legitimate chance to go out there and compete for a championship, which is hard to believe. Uh, There's no doubt. I want to get back to the Randall thing that I teed up and and teased before we went to break there. So if just tuning in, I, I don't think the Knicks need to make a trade. I don't. I know Randall's coming back. I know OG's coming back. To me, they got enough horses. It's, it's watered down enough. It's open enough where they can take a swing and maybe mess around and get to the NBA Finals. I really love this team's depth, and I love the star power, and they're well coached. South thinks they need to make a trade. Okay, so if Randall, we have playoff Randall, and we have regular season Randall, right? and we all know which Randall we like better, that's regular season Randall. If regular season Randall was the same as playoff Randall the last couple of years, would you still be saying that they need to make a trade? Probably because I want them to go over the top. Because remember now, I believe that Randall, more so than many, I know you and I had this debate a few weeks ago, I believe that Randall will be regular season Randall in the postseason. Now, he's got to prove it. And to the caller's point before, and we we said this last week too, this team's now going to be judged on a different curve in the postseason, whether it's Tibbs, whether it's Brunson, Randall, bench players, whatever. They are going to be judged on what they do in the postseason. I just feel they're a piece short of the championship. Not a superstar piece. Maybe it is, just comes down to DiVincenzo, like, it's To me, it's DiVincenzo Grimes, right? That combination of, quote-unquote, two guards. I know nobody really has a position. You want to throw Josh Hart in the mix as well? Yeah. There's not enough scoring to me or shooting to me in that bunch. I want, want to, to, to complete a team that I believe can compete for a championship, but this would just complete it. That's maybe where we disagree or, or where we find the disagreement that we have. Yeah. If they could get Murray a legitimate starting potential star guard, yeah. that to me, that puts him over the top. Just keep in mind, that's probably the last big move you make, and you better nail it. Because at that point, Murray and the money and the picks and the stuff that would be required to make mm-hmm. it happen, you're going to have to pay OG this summer. Although, they, And I read a good article on Hardenstein over the weekend as well. You know he wants to stay. You know they want him to stay. They do have his early bird right, so they can exceed the They're cap. They're going to pay him. Oh, yeah, but they can also exceed the cap because they, right. they've got – they possess his early bird rights. But – there are going to be other contractual things that they've got to do. Uh, before you know it, that four-year sweetheart deal, Jalen Brunson signed, we're basically halfway done. Right. Uh, he's going to get the extension. Yeah. So if you love Murray, and I like him, I like him, I'm not in absolute love with him for this team at this point. All right, I'll ask you coming up. I want to get back to the calls yeah, yeah. here. But if not him, then who? Like we've heard for years. Well, that's why I'm not pushing a deal. Yeah. Uh, no, I see. To me, it's the perfect fit—not a okay. superstar necessarily, but a guy who's going to upgrade this team and make them even more uh, championship caliber. John is calling from Freehold, New Jersey. What's up, John? Hey, good morning, Sal. Good morning, VT. Hey, what's up, John? Uh, well, I'm in your corner, Sal. I got to agree with you. Murray's the man to get, and I'll explain to you why. Um, he's the complete package. He's a two-way player. He's a proven all-star. 
as good as this team has been defensively, he takes his team to another level defensively. You're going to have to deal with a neutralized Maxi at the shooting guard spot. You're going to have to deal with Damian Lillard from Milwaukee. You're going to have to deal with the combat of Rogier and Hero in Miami. And if you go deep and you get to the finals and you, you, you're facing Denver, you're going to have to deal with Jamal Murray, who's a stud there at the shooting guard spot. So Murray's got a seven-foot wingspan. He could break people down off the dribble. He could punish people from the perimeter. He's currently hitting a career high from three in, in his NBA career right now. And he would just elevate this team to another level, in my belief. Yeah. And, 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 and you put him next to Brunson. My concern with Brunson is he's a smaller guard who's been getting banged around and been getting run down physically. And he, you pair him next to him. He's a guy, he's one of the best rebounding guards in the entire league. He's one of the best steel masters in the entire league at the shooting guard spot. And he's also one of the best late-game shot makers in the NBA for his career. So if you look at all of that in its totality, guys, and BT, when you talk about assets, they have the ability, if they want to, they could just swing for the fences right now, and they could bring in both Murray and Brogdon and make that work and make that happen and yep. still have stuff left in the treasure chest to do something. Oh, and let that. me even make it better for you. Last <laughs> point, cherry on, cherry on the cake for you guys to think about. Let's say Murray comes in and it doesn't work, but he's still a super talented guy, and he's on a reasonable contract for two years. And then all of a sudden, Leon Rose's former client, Booker in Phoenix, wants out. He's a major trade chip that Knicks could use as a centerpiece to a deal in the future, a year or two down the road, to get Devin Booker. John, to put John putting on his front office cap today. Uh, John's, uh, John's like called it, me Johnny. for years. John's Thank awesome. You. Thanks for the Good call, stuff. John. Good. Massive Knicks guy. He knows his stuff. Yeah, and paying attention down the road. I don't. Maybe we have a fundamental disagreement on two things. Okay. One, in my mind, you're overvaluing DiVincenzo, or mm-hmm. I'm underestimating what he can be. Two... We don't see Murray the same. Where I look, dude, the guy's a two-time all-defensive player. Yeah, I'd like him. I don't love him. A better fit, though. Like same thing with Ananobi. You could say, oh, they're better players than Ananobi. Yeah, but he's a perfect fit. But he's a perfect fit because he doesn't need the ball. You know, right. think about this. We are now again. I, I said last segment they could get him. I, and I wouldn't go kicking and screaming if they did. I'm just telling right. you, I wouldn't do it now. You don't think they need to do it. I That's don't think they at. need to do it now. And I might be completely wrong in my assertions when I say that I fear that his his skill set is going to interfere a little bit with Jalen Brunson's. I could be totally wrong on that, and I would happily take the L. I'd eat it. I'd own it. My bad. Right now, that worries me. Oh, and man. when this is the big swing I can't have those kind of questions. I'm all in for it. Uh, I want Murray, and I love the idea of Murray-Brogdon combination. For me, you get those two. Yeah. Now go win a championship. Oh, man, now, I'm not saying they time. would, but like that's a Well, complete... you better. No, no, no don't, don't take the easy way out. Now you better. Well, if you get DeJounte Murray, you better win a championship in the next year or two. Go get it. Well, a... If the East is so wide open, Agreed. don't mess around. Get to the finals and win it. Well, I'm just saying it's a complete team to me. It is. Well, I'm not, I don't feel like they're lacking significant yeah. area. So they have a chance. But no, dude, know, look at the bench in that particular case. I know. Like, it changes a lot and they, they they'd be even better than they are now. But I you know, Booker's a name. I just Ooh, want to hold I, the, I want to hold these bullets for you know when I'm swinging for the fences. I, what is Murray? Stand up double off the fence? Booker's a home run. Top M- tank. Murray, yeah, but he's not available right, right but, now. Yeah, but he's going to be. He all these guys use, become he always, available. You always use the house analogy for me right, because yeah. I've been looking for months and can't find anything. You always say, well, you know, you need a house. Are you going to wait for, you know, am I going to wait for the yeah, the I'm home run saying. or you just take a, 
You know what I mean? Uh, Sometimes you need to take a double. Uh, yeah, and by the way, I think yeah. Murray's a triple yeah. who could be turned into a home run. Well, maybe a little league home run. You throw, you, <laughs> you throw a pass to third baseman, goes into the dugout, yeah. and he won't. Listen, it's, it's absolutely a flex move. I think there's a bigger move. I do. Ooh. But I don't think there's a bigger move now. Right. Summer. You got to wait. All right, one more. Chris, before we break. Chris is in Flint, Michigan. What's up, Chris? Hello, Chris. Hey. Hey, BC, I called in last week and Sal was off. How you guys doing? What's we up, Chris? We are good. What's up, bud? Uh, Sal, also, I want to say it's a pleasure to talk to you. I'm a major mark and a big Brian Myers fan and supporter, so it's cool to talk to you. Ah, there you go, Chris. We appreciate it. Brian Myers, my buddy, formerly of WWE. He's in, ah, I yeah, think, yeah. TNA. I always get it mixed up. He actually was at the Nick game Saturday night. Got invited to the suite. Huh? First time he saw LeBron in person. So interesting wow. you bring that oh, up. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, cool. All right, so... Yeah, I called in last week and said uh, how this team reminds me of that 04 Pistons. I don't know if they need to make a trade. I'm worried about the whole chemistry thing. And you know how kids like that 9-10 to 10 man rotation. I don't know how it would work. And these guys that are playing these minutes with these injuries right now, they're getting this experience. We're getting wins. And our other guys are getting healthy. You get them out there, you slide them in. we got a deeper rotation. Yep. And I, I, I really do worry about the chemistry aspect. But I did see something where Rich Paul reached out with the Knicks, apparently, and spoke to Leon Rose and yep. tried to repair that repair that relationship. Obviously, you know he's a LeBron guy, but he's also a Deontay Murray guy. Yes. So since I'm sitting here listening to you guys when I was on hold, I'm, I'm leaning back and forth. I still want to <laughs> go with don't, don't make a big trade. But at the same time, that last caller – that Deontay Murray thing really ooh, sounds good. Uh, let, let me ask you, Chris, thanks for the call there. But, Sal, let me ask you this question. Yeah. Let me frame it a little differently. So, what the, two, two aspects here. What do you think the Knicks window is for championship right now? I think it's a great question. I don't like projecting forward because bleep happens all the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And people say, oh, well, their window is this or that. With Brunson playing at the top of his game on this contract and healthy right now, two years. Same thing three. with Randall. Yeah, I mean, two to three. I, I, I think the window is now. No, so do I. Right. So for the next, you hope two, three years. But but the reason why I want to make the trade is because I do believe it's like starting now as well. Now as well. Okay. So I would agree that it's it's now, uh, and I would also push this out probably max three years. By the way, they definitely know it too. Two. Oh, they know. They know. Yeah. So I ask you that, and I preface it with that like this to get no to this. There's no more waiting around here. We're I in agree. it. It's go time. Yep. So if they're windowed, and most people probably settle on two to three years, don't you think the one massive move that you make needs to be for a no-doubt superstar? I think he's the guy, though. I don't know who that other guy's going to be available. Devin yes, I Booker. love I love Booker, but maybe he's not available until two years. Mm-hmm. And then now you're, you know, kind of crossing. And you also don't know, like, how many times have we heard it with the Knicks specifically? Oh, wait for LeBron or wait for Dwayne Wade or wait for free Dave, Dave Willard or wait for Donovan That's Mitchell. That's free agency. No, but a lot of it's these different. guys have been trades too. Wait well, for this Mitchell guy. Was, that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, wait till the next disgruntled superstar becomes available. You know, did was did I think that Anunoby, while I thought it was a good fit and liked that trade, did I think that that was a trade that was going to catapult them to where they've gone? 
I did. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I was like, that's when you initially read it. And the reason why there was blowback is because you're like, wait, this is the the bullet that they're going to fire with RJ and quickly mm-hmm. Ananobi. Yeah. Obviously, it worked. They knew what they were doing. Yeah, Chu has been pretty good as well. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> He's a good bench player. Mm-hmm. That's right, dude. They're there. They got the pieces. Finish it. Finish the story. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Play fake. Jones rolls left, throws left, wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan. Talking Knicks to start off this Super Bowl week. We'll do plenty of Super Bowl stuff as we lead up to the actual game on Sunday, uh, dude, I got to be honest with you, BT. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, like Super Bowl, you get the wife's involved and all that stuff. Yep. At least in my house, like my wife's not necessarily a sports fan. She'll watch on occasion. But she was into it Saturday night. So much so, I, she's got a crush on Bronson. A crush? Yeah, I'm like, what? what's going on? She's like, ooh, my man Jalen. I'm like, what ooh. do you mean your man Jalen? Like, <laughs> my man. What's going on here? She's get her like, Brunson jersey. It's a 90. She said there something. You, you know, actually, I tried to get her a Brunson jersey last postseason. They were sold out. So yeah. I got her a Randall jersey. And it was, uh. Uh, not exactly the same thing. I do. I, I have to get her a, a Brunson jersey. She said something yesterday like, oh, if we ever got divorced or something like that. I'm like, look, I'll make you a deal. We don't have to get divorced. Go for it. Take your best shot. Go get, <laughs> go get She fun. likes him that much? Wow. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It was weird. Like, like she thinks he's hot? Yeah, I think so. She I know thinks she thinks she's, she's a good player because yeah. she's amazing. No, she, she thinks, thinks she's, she's good cute. looking, though. <laughs> it's funny. We were at a uh, that 40th birthday party, which oh, was right. awesome, that you were teasing me about on, uh, on Saturday, on Friday, and it was obviously on Saturday. Right. It was like a really, it was awesome. It was like this industrial warehouse space. I mean the food, like sushi, top you know, top shelf open right. bar, le- DJ, legitimately done, top notch, great night out, right? In, in yeah. uh, Montclair, oh, okay, nice. my, very, very nice. good spot. It was yeah. awesome, a lot of fun, good crowd. Everybody was, you know, everybody had their buzz on. Mm-hmm. And I walk in, I'm like, "Where's the TV?" You yeah, get the, the first thing I'm looking at. <laughs> I see one TV, and, you know, she's awesome. I see the birthday girl pictures of her when she's eight, nine, yeah. ten. I'm like, fantastic. Nixon yeah. Lakers are coming up soon. Where's the other TV? Then the other TV has like this. Uh, some like uh, the the menu that they made like special birthday menu for drinks. Oh, yeah. 
I'm like, all right, there is one massive projector screen. I've got to find a way for somebody to sling this thing yeah. on there. And we got it up. And, and obviously, you know, the girls were dancing, but like, there was like, you know, just a, a row of dudes just staring <laughs> at this. Like, it is so awesome to see the Knicks matter. Oh, God. That was, was palpable, It was man. fun. Yeah, and by the way, you could see it coming. Like, I, I don't, I'm trying not to bet anymore, and I wasn't going to bet on that game. And I certainly wasn't going to bet, bet against the Knicks, mm-hmm. but you just... Like, come on, you knew. LeBron at the Garden, the Knicks depleted. It's not their fault. And that was the thing. Sometimes on social media, you see, oh, the Knicks, Knicks got exposed or whatever. Get the hell out yeah, of that here. That means nothing to me. By, by the way, those... Ben Stiller. <laughs> did you see Ben Stiller? So he's like, I guess, Mr. Ben's Nick. always tweeting. He's a massive Knicks fan. What yeah. did he tweet here? Uh, it was just something that bothered me. Like, Ben, yeah, stop being see. such a homer, bro. You got to find it here. I got I to gotta see if it bothers me as well. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the exact thing. But he's like, always he's, there. He's yep. Mr. Nick, and he was like being an apologist for. Oh, he's Mr. Nick. I mean, uh, whatever. I mean, he thinks he's Mr. Nick. But I don't know if this is one of those, like, Kevin James Met situations. No, no, Ben's a real Nick fan. Okay, here he goes. Ben Stiller. Headline should read, like, dude, come on. You're Ben Stiller. Like, no, minimize the guy. Sh- can't put out great work, Ben Stiller. Still some sack here. Oh, I mean, come on. <laughs> where, where, are we, where are we going? Headlines just sound like such Stiller a crying tweet. Ready? Yeah. Go ahead. Headline should read, quote, Lakers beat shorthanded Knicks. No OG, no JR, no uh, Quentin Grimes, no MR, no Mitchell Robinson. Mm-hmm. Brunson still drops 36 and 10. DDV scores 26. Poor shooting night overall for the team. Lakers rested for a week for this game. Clearly, we need to get healthy. But otherwise, this team is going to the Eastern Conference Finals. And you like, have a problem with this guy's yeah, tweet? Like, I love like, bro, it. Like, Ben, you don't need what? to say that. We all know. Anybody that knows, knows it. Like, oh, the headline should read, Lakers beat shorthanded Knicks. We know who's out. And we know the Lakers beat the shorthanded Knicks. And we know LeBron James. Forget about King James. He's King Corny. But Ben Stiller should be better than that. Like, come, it sounded like a sour grapes, like, 15-year-old tweeting from his mom's basement. Oh, my God. Maybe he's not talking to us. Maybe he's tweeting. Well, he's definitely not talking to me. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, with that garbage. Get <laughs> out of here with that. Maybe he's directing it to people who might hijack the narrative and say, look, the Knicks are overrated. And he's just speaking for behalf of, of us, you know, diehard Knicks fans. Like, yo, don't lose sight of what went down here. We had nothing, and we still basically almost won the game. I just thought of it. Uh, I'm on Team Stiller on this. I just thought Stop being yeah, such a grump. It's not being Jeez. a grump. Like, There's enough on, celebrities dude. that annoy me. I'm not going to start picking on the ones that don't. I like Ben Stiller. It doesn't sound like you like him. It sounds like you can't stand him. No, I do like him. I thought the tweet was over the top. I mean, come on. Uh, I just thought of a 3RQ that will involve Ben Stiller, so we'll have that coming up on Wednesday. Okay. Um, anyway, I like the guy. Just come on enough. Uh, Tamar is calling from South Florida. What's up, Tamar? I love the show, guys. Thank I you. think I, I, I agree kind of with both of you. So I agree that the Knicks are not ready to compete for a championship right now. But I also agree with with Brandon that, you know, it's really not the right time to make a move. I mean, there isn't anybody out there that's, that teams are looking to move that would really fit the Knicks. The Knicks are looking for an all-around guy, right? Well, how's, like, how's that not DeJounte that, Murray? That how is that not DeJounte I mean, Murray? Game on the line. You think Dejounte Murray is going to slice and dice through the traffic and and size up and all that? I don't know. Wait, the I, Knicks. I well, hold on a second. The game on the line. Who do you want to have the ball for, for the Knicks? I mean, geez, they're not looking well, for that. That's my they, point. Yeah. That's my point. I, I don't. Jalen Brunson is six foot two. I mean, as amazing as he is, there's only so much that he could do. I don't think the Knicks have that right now. And as a Celtics fan, to hear that. Did the you Knicks say Celtics fan? fan? Well, did I'm you say you're a Celtics fan? Bye. See you, Tamer. Thanks for the call. This is New York. We're talking Knicks. We don't want to hear from the Celtics. That's right. I don't want to hear your opinion as a Celtics fan. I barely want to hear Ben Stiller's opinion as a Knicks fan. You think I want to hear your opinion as a Celtics fan, what the Knicks don't have? 
Get out of here with that. He's trying to minimize Brunson. We're not looking for a number one. We got that. And we're not looking for his opinion from the yeah, Celtics' right. perspective. <laughs> Let's let ask you this. Outside of Spike, right? Who Thanks do you for think, the call, Tamara. Yeah, thank you. Who do you think is the uh, the symbolic number one Knicks fan? Do you see Spike? Outside of Spike. You see? Oh. I'm saying outside of Spike. I thought you were talking about our boss, Spike. No, And it no, made no. me think of, he had a, he softened up a little bit. What happened with the Knicks or yeah. with the Embiid stuff? Yes, yeah, no, something with the Knicks. But it's probably oh, a combination of the fact that he knows yeah. the Sixers are toast. Okay, yeah. And now the Knicks are coming back. I didn't and, see that. But anyway. outside of Spike Lee, who do you think is the number one symbolic Knicks fan? Who do you think it is? It's a great question. Uh, I mean, there's so many guys that go. You know, Chris Rock is always at the games. Tracy Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, I ask you that because you know Ben's the right there. I, I don't. I mean, there's no right or wrong. It's subjective, but. Ben Stiller? Ben's on the list. <sighs> My boy Jerry Ferrara was on that list for a while. Yeah, he, he's on there. He's still on. I mean, I still yeah. keep him out of there, you know, on there out of respect, but. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. You tell me it's some model? You tell no. me it's Howard Stern? No. Ben no. Stiller, stop, you know, stop dissing the guy. Well, well, where was Ben Stiller in the 90s? I don't know. Maybe he didn't have the money. Oh, I'm just saying, like, that's. Well, where was me... he in the 90s? He was probably 20 something years old. Well, uh, Right, where but, were you in the nineties? Well, you were you were picking up boxes up I, at Home Depot, and I, I was you know I, I was a couple of years removed from Roller right, So What the hell were we doing in the nineties? Fair enough, but we were diehard fans, right? Yes, I may you know I wasn't at the games necessarily. You know if I could go and scratch up the the cash to get there, whatever. I, you know, I was there the night Ewing came back as a Sonic, whatever it may be. I, I want to know, like you you know my nineties Knicks fandom. Mm-hmm. I want to know his. I, I would run I up you with that. I think it goes into the 80s. I think he starts with Bernard King. How old has Ben? So you got to remember, Sal, when the right be, when Ewing got drafted in 85, mm-hmm. right before that, the Garden, the Knicks were not well attended. So if you were a, like, if you're older, like Spike. He's 58. Though, all so. right. He's got almost a decade on me, and I've been locked in with this team right. forever. So I guarantee, well, first of all, he, he watched Clyde. So. Right after that 73 championship, and then Claude, I think it was 77 when he was dealt mm-hmm. to the Cavs, there was a three- or four-year window where nobody went to watch the Knicks. And Stiller was in the wheelhouse of age-wise and interest-wise where, and I don't know if he came for money, I don't know his family economic dynamic, but... Oh, what do you mean? His father was a Oh, what am I saying? Yeah. That's right. What am I... Of course. Yeah, but not the money that Ben's made as an right. actor. Wow. Jeez, I mean, come on. Um, I would think that he was able to go to games... And, you know, kind of find his way in there. I, I think he's selling the guy's credentials short. He's not a Johnny come lately. No, well, uh, I got a gazillion dollars. Let me sit front well, row. Ben's a Nick guy. I, but, okay, but when Get did... Get him on the show, Hoff. No, when did I we want start... Sal and Stiller to fight. When did we That's start... That's what I want. So I don't want to... I love Ben That Stiller. sounds like I've you want to. I've been a fan of his. I love his father, too. When did we start associating the Knicks and Ben Stiller? Like, does it go... I don't recall going back I to the 90s. I remember seeing... Put it this way. This is how I know he's a real, he's a real one. Ben Stiller was... You know, on the Jumbotron when Moutier was playing point guard. Jeez. Or that dude with the man bun, and uh, Amundsen or Edmonds, whatever that scrub's name oh, was. I don't remember. They've been there forever. I, all right, fine. I just, and by the way, I'm not really questioning his Nick fandom. Ooh. I just have an issue with him being so sensitive. Headline should read, Lakers beat Jordan. Ben. I love it. Ben, we know that, bro. But not like, every, but we do. Who's he talking to with that? His not friends in La La Land? <laughs> I don't know. In LA, that I can't is that answer. who he's talking to? I think he's talking to the idiots yeah. who, don't, who don't contextualize it. And I, I think that tweet, and it's kind of like what I'm saying. I just didn't tweet. It was very verbose. It was a very right. wordy tweet. What I'm saying on the show is don't overreact to the game. 
Okay, big deal. You lost to LeBron. The whole nation saw it. The whole the whole nation, as per Ben Stiller's yeah. tweet, should also know here's X, Y, Z, why they lost. Knicks are fine. Le- Don't make a dumb trade. LeBron is such a cornball. He's driving me nuts. He is king corny, dude. You see him walk into the garden. Yeah, yeah. Jeep, LeBron James here about to play in the garden. I'm like, bro, grow up. Well, can, can I defend him for a second? And I'm not in the business of defending LeBron. It's and, and he's a cornball. Well, you you know, know, I don't, now I don't want him. You didn't want him last week. Now I don't want him. Go. You know why? He's too corny. I don't yeah. care how good he is. Another convert. He's corny putting the Knicks towel on, trying to put. Get out of here, King yeah, Corny. Yeah, like I said on Friday, you didn't want yeah. us when we were down. We don't need you when we're up. I'm how are you going to defend him here? I'm, I'm not. Well, well, okay. Uh, th- this one small aspect. It's not like LeBron says, "Hey, I'm getting ready to walk into the arena. Have three cameras on me as I walk in the tunnel." This is what they do. Can you walk in with your headphones on and head down? Do you need to be like King James at the Garden? No, nah, you know that's a, that. Maybe it's a different LeBron James but at the Garden. Like, come on, I don't, bro, I don't get so wrapped corny. up in that. But even like Westbrook with some of his crazy outfits, this is the way the NBA is. The guys now, the guys feed into it. Let's be honest, Sal. Now you and I have a lot of old school because we are in our DNA. If we were modern athletes, we're not taking advantage of some of this stuff. Come on, Hell dude. yeah, let's go. In there <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Exactly. Freshies every week, different style. I love that stuff. Yeah, that's right. But I wouldn't be walking to go, two style Lakota here to point the Gordon. Like, you're the king. You're King James. You don't need to be so corny, King Corny. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. We'll get back to your calls on the other side. Talking next to start off this Super Bowl week. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. 
Tony Tierney, Sal Licata, back on the fan on this Super Bowl Monday. We're talking Knicks. Before we get back to the calls, BT, I was looking over the rest of Ben Stiller's Twitter feed. Like, here's my issue with him. Again, I'm not questioning his fandom, whatever. He, it's all positive. Everything positive. And I get that with the Knicks. It's been mostly positive this year. Uh-huh. For me to be a true fan, like, you've got to be able to criticize a little bit, no? Uh, you know, yeah, that's part of the territory. But, um, you know, now I'll probably side with you if he does become uber critical. Uh, and maybe he was when they deserved it over the years. You know what they do? Psh, he ain't sitting there. Yeah, well. These guys know that. But still, you got to. No, no, like, I'm not saying it's right. You still got to be. You know, beholden to what you view is right. And and I'm not saying he's going to go out there and rip everybody and say, this guy stinks and that guy stinks. I wouldn't expect that, especially somebody from as high profile as he is. But, like, it's okay to criticize the team or it's okay to make, like, speak real about what's going on. Now, the reality is of what's going on with this Knicks team is they can win a championship. Started the show by talking about, I think they should go out there and make a trade. I think that they need to make a trade. I'm not talking about superstar, but DeJounte Murray, to me, is the perfect fit. Fire the final bullet, put this championship team together, and go make a run of the title, BT. Uh, He's a little more critical than you think. Uh, Give me one. Well, I I just did a little Google search. Yeah, it says... Uh, this was November 8th, so it was going into the 2022 season. All right? Okay. And he said, let's see. He said, this isn't something you choose. It's what I think, like, who would even want this pain? Ben Stiller on supporting the Knicks. So, and then he says he's going to be in his mid-60s by the time the team actually rebounds. So he's been a little, right. a little more critical than you think. I mean, uh, let the guy enjoy the ride, dude. I, it's one I, of, like, I, what, the nine, on. ten games straight, whatever it was, before it got interrupted? Yeah, but why, what, okay. supposed to lambaste Leon Rose? How dare we lose no, a game on national no, TV? No, so then we why, suck. Why can't he then just come out and say, hey, you know what? Great winning streak. We were shorthanded. You know, we'll get him next up, whatever it may be. You don't need to list like no OG, no, no Julius Randle, no Mitchell Robinson, no Quentin Grubb, like no bleep, Ben. Who's the phoniest Knicks fan out there? Who's the phoniest Knicks fan that's on the air? Let's dig into those weeds. It's for on the a air? Yeah, let's dig into those weeds for a second. Yeah. Like your boy, Stephen A. Smith? Oh, no, he's, I, I, I don't think he's the Nick fan that I am. I know he's yeah. not. That's what I'm saying. You're, yeah. Are you, I mean, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, I, he, I'll put him on that list. I, I tell little, you, you know, but, but, and here's how I define it. Yeah. You're not going to like this either because you checked out as well. If you check out, and yeah, Sal always says yeah, I'm a I 90s earned, Knicks I earned, fan. I earned it. Well, 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 no, I no, no, hold, no, hold on. I'm, I'm going to push back yeah. on that. You actually, I can make the case that it's the opposite. You're going to keep picking on Ben. I'm going to start picking on you. Because think about the South, self-professed 90s Knicks fan. (laughs) 90s Knicks fan. That is true. That was the easy part of the ride, dude. That was the only part of the ride for me. I grew up with it. I know, but you just said you earned it. No, what you... I I, do it. I lived and died with every possession of those 90s teams. I got news for you. Everybody did in the 90s. Where you earned the stripes really comes when you do not abandon the team when they're 23 and whatever the hell the math is, 59, oh, I think that sounds about right. And it seems like you may be a jump ship on a lot of those seasons, Sal. Yeah. So I, maybe I, we should worry about you and not Ben. I, maybe, maybe, <laughs> but, but here I am. Here I am. I'm back, BT. And then look, when I lived in the city, I had season tickets for the Knicks. I happened to be that 54-win season. That's fine. How did you afford that back then? It was partial. Okay. Partial season tickets. How about would you yeah, have dude, a I'm single living in the city? Would yeah, you it's true. Uh, like I split it with somebody else. Maybe like nice. a, you know, twelve game plan, whatever it was. Uh, by the way, it was not cheap even then. Uh, we're talking about 2012, 2013. Got to hit up Big Mike for some uh, down payment uh, on that uh, back uh, in the I day. Was, I was you, not you here at the loop. time. I, you know, oh, I, I was working at SNY. Okay, I was doing. I don't even know. I might have been doing down on the minors, doing the other radio as gotcha. well, part time. But gotcha. Look at yeah. you scrapping. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I thought it was be cool to live in the city and have the the uh, like I said, partial tickets, whatever. Anyway, I was always a Knicks fan, but yeah, I will admit, and I've said this plenty of times before, 
that it was impossible for me to invest in the team the same way that I did in the '90s in the you know the the bulk of the last twenty years. Well, number one, you're older. Well, that's number one. Number one, number two, they gave you nothing to latch on. But to. but not only did they give nothing to latch on to, like it was it was so bad. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're talking about going from the the almost. The apex, the, as high as you can be for us, almost winning a championship in 93-94, again, getting to the finals, 99-2000, experiencing that, to go back to winning, you know, whatever it was, 13 games, 17 games, you're like, bro, yeah. that's like me, but I mean, fans the hang on, there. they'll jump like yeah. rats. I didn't jump. I just couldn't pay attention to it anymore. I got into it with Porzingis. I I was hopeful that Sweetney was going to be the guy. Mike Sweetney, eighth overall pick, I think, from Georgetown. He was a mess. I remember Frank Williams running point. Sweetney. Hey, Marbury at the guard. Remember Mustaf? That was a little bit earlier. Gerard Mustaf. I I believe he was a Maryland. He was a one or two year kid. I remember the name. Yeah. But, like, if you ask me, like, the. Clarence Weatherspoon or the. uh, Howard Isley. Yeah, that was the team. Yeah. Travis Knight. That's, I mean, those teams. Kurt like, Thomas, part two. Even, oh, dude, it was David Lee. Keith Van Horn. It was awful. Yeah, I mean. It was uh, atrocious. It's embarrassing. But Ben didn't jump like you. Yeah, oh, get That's out of point. here with Ben. Uh, Phil <laughs> is calling from Shirley. What's up, Phil? What's going on, boys? Hey, Phil. Hey, anybody who says Jalen Brunson is not a superstar has not been watching the Knicks this year. Agreed. That's one thing right away i got to say. Um, i got to agree with Sal, though. I think we do have to make a deal. I don't think we need somebody big watching this team. I feel like we need a backup point guard. I don't really trust McBride. Also, looking at it, I feel like we need some size. I know Precious has been playing out of his mind, mm-hmm. and Hardenstein's been playing out of his mind, but I can't trust Mitchell Robinson coming back during the playoffs. Randall coming back in a couple weeks, like hoping that he's going to be what he is. I'd love to go out and make a move. I know this isn't size, but and we haven't talked about it, DeMar DeRozan. I feel like he fits perfect. You know, and Drummond. Well, BT's four. mentioned him last week. We brought that up. We brought his yeah. name. I I'd, I'd rather Murray. I mean, DeRozan. I, I'm okay with that mild upgrade, but I would rather Murray myself. BT. I, well, I don't think Demar Derozan at this point is enough. Uh, he's he. I mean, I think they got enough with a healthy Randall and and OG to get there. Yeah, there's no locks. Listen, nobody's getting on the air saying the Knicks are a lock. To right. get. This is not one way or another. Magic and Bird. Right. You know, going with, with their respective teams and with those supporting cast, Hall of Famers, coaches. No, it's it's really looking what they have. Maybe more specifically, looking at what's possibly in front of them in terms of what other teams don't have. You know, and coming up with a sensible equation. Can the Knicks make it happen this year? And I submit that they can, even without a crazy trade. You won't have to give up a ton to get DeRozan, like you'd have to give up Murray. So you can take a swing... With that two guard that you look, I know he's not a right. three-point shooter, right. but the two guard that you think they need, and I understand what you mean by that, because then if you get that guy, DiVincenzo takes fewer shots, maybe a, a, a role more situ- or suited right. for him, and then you take a bigger swing this offseason, because I'm almost positive the Rosen's contract is up. So you can do both. You get to more now. You don't have to extend them. Let them walk. Boom. And then you get all the uh, first-round picks. You get whomever you want. Yeah, I want the shot now. The guy that I want But you are Murray. taking a shot with DeRozan. No, no, Murray. I want Murray. Yeah, that's, okay. that's the shot. You. That's the only because now you get him for the rest of this season. You take your chance to go win a championship this year. You have it next year as well, that three-year window that we talked about. Yep. The time is now. I mean, that's the bottom line for this Knicks team. Time is now. And you want to wait till the offseason, that's on you. I want to go for it now. I got you. I understand that Especially part. that Randall is not, you know, likely out for the year. I know they said they're going to reevaluate, you mm-hmm. know, whatever it is, uh, dislocated shoulder, two, three weeks. If we got the news, and this is also where we disagree, which is funny, if we get the news that Randall was out or got the news, whatever it may be, that Randall was out for the year, then I'd say, all right, well, 
take a step back because it's not going to happen this year regardless and reassess in the offseason. That would be my take yep. then. Michael yep. is calling from Plainview. What's up, Michael? Mike, what's cooking, buddy? Hey, Mark, I have to tell you something. You guys make a lot of points. And one of the things about being a listener in New York is that you don't really get an original idea. So you got to take a side. Okay, so um, I think that the chemistry issue, which one of the other call, uh, other callers brought up, is so key. Do you want to bring somebody into this plug-and-play coaching where a guy comes in and is not, you know, he, he's selfish and doesn't move the ball around? There are very few teams that you see that move the ball and play aggressive defense like this Nick team. So my point is that, yeah, I don't think that they need anybody. I think that, I've said this before, I'll say it again. When you're hot, you know, you're never as hot as you are, uh, and you're never as cold as you are. You're somewhere in between, all right? So you got a little reality check when the Lakers came in. So what are we, what are we getting back? Yeah, we but see, I don't even OG think that was a reality back. check. I think that's the wrong way to evaluate that game, Michael, all due respect, where that wasn't a reality check to me. The reality, like Ben Stiller said, was that the Knicks are banged up. I saw a team they that f- banged up. They, well, they, they ran out of gas. There's nothing they could do. They didn't have enough to overcome LeBron and AD. If they had their guys there, they would have beaten the Lakers. I firmly believe that. That's my point. They don't really need to do anything. When they get Mitchell Robinson back, they'll have that extra length. It's not going to cause havoc with the chemistry. Uh, I think that that's the one player that they need, which makes their their, uh, big men stronger. And... uh, and I, I think that that maybe not making a move and not ruining the chemistry is the thing to go. Now, I just want to make one more really quick point. Uh, do you think that we can get the uh, playoff MVP? We can get the uh, uh, coaching uh, best coach of the year and best front office in the same year. I don't know when was when that was. Yeah, done. I mean historically, I'm not sure. Do I think Tibbs has a chance to win it? I do. Uh, do I think he's going to? Probably not, but he's got a shot. Uh, Brunson, I, I mean, I, I can't speak to what he's going to do in the playoffs, though I expect he'll be awesome because he is awesome. And, Playoff uh, MVP. Why wouldn't you just say regular MVP? I, I think maybe that's what he meant. That was addressing what he said, right. but I, I kind of thought that's what he meant as well. Uh, I think that it's a bit of a long shot. We talked about the odds the other day, but to say that Brunson doesn't have a fighter's chance, especially if Embiid misses you know, a, a large swath of the season, and he's going to, mm-hmm. and the Knicks keep winning, and if Brunson's able to continue to play at the level he's been at and the Knicks win, I think you should get extra respect because you're doing it without, you know, two without forty percent of your starting five. When both of those guys are really good, so that would be a, a lukewarm yes on my part. And the other, the executive of the year, to me, that listen, you got to look at the Thunder. You have to look at them because they've got actually more draft equity than the Knicks. But if Leon Rose is not in the running, top two, top three, given for executive of the year, then people have no idea what they're watching. Also, he did it in New York. Yep, and he did it with a team that was in way worse shape than the Thunder. Like, he took the... the, Dude, you know how much of a mess they were for years. Multiple people. And I give Donnie Walsh credit. He started the process of getting him out of it a little bit. But then they went back in. Mm -hmm. Oh, Phil Jackson screwed everything. Like, they they were... Derek Fisher. Dude, they were... Hornacek. Steve Mills. Oh, my God. For some reason... And I like Steve as a man. I've met Steve Mills a lot. He is a gentleman, smart guy, good man. He just didn't do a good job. That's it. And he had a job for life there for some reason. They were a disaster. Mess. Rose is the first guy, even better than Donnie Walsh, cleaned it up the right way here. All right. He brought up an interesting point about getting Mitchell Robinson back, which is going to help because 
Mitchell Robinson is a significant upgrade over Jericho Sims. I like Jericho Sims, mm-hmm. but you're talking about pound for pound, player for player. Like, think about the role there, how much that is an upgrade when you get him back. We know about Randall and Adenobi. Dude, if you look at this roster and try to pick apart the weak links, there are very few, but you need to upgrade Grimes and potentially McBride, right? I like McBride. I'm not looking to give him away. I know what you're saying. But where they're at now is worth giving up on those guys for a, a, a home run move now. That's why you talk about Brogdon and DeJounte Murray. Dude, mm-hmm. that, that's like that team is loaded. Yeah. They're locked and loaded. Achua off the bench. You have DiVincenzo in a different role. Again, think about how strong that team would be getting Anunoby and Randall back and then adding DeJounte Murray and Brogdon. Or, or just DeJounte Murray and another backup. No, it's it's... It's real. I mean, I think that the Knicks, I said this you know, several times, I said it earlier in the show today, I think one through, wherever you want to go, you want to go 10, you want to go 11, I think the Knicks, one through 10 or 111, just have the absolute best roster in the NBA. Doesn't mean that they're the favorites to to win the, right. the championship. Let me at least contextualize that a bit. I believe that the that the Knicks have more serviceable NBA players, just serviceable as a baseline starting point, than any team in the NBA. I, I truly believe that anybody that is either in their rotation or on the periphery of being in the rotation when certain guys come back and they get bounced to a lesser role, they are truly NBA players, period. The one issue is they've got too many similar body types, 6'4", 6'5", 6'6", range. It's a little top-heavy there. You know, you and I love Devin Chet. You got Dante, you got Grimes, so I'm cool with all Fonny. I just don't think he's ever going to be what we thought he would be. You know, you, you, I get it. You can upgrade the two spot, but you can't give it away. It's got to be the right move. Chris is in Marlboro, New Jersey. What's up, Chris? Hey, so I've heard uh, a lot of the talk. I don't think that DeJounte uh, would put them over the top because I think that he needs the ball a little too much and you want the ball in Brunson's hands. Yep. But I like the Brogdon uh, acquisition off the bench because I don't think McBride should be handling the ball, but he could definitely shoot. So putting him next to Brogdon who could just set everyone up, I think that would be the best uh, deadline acquisition they could make. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I want more, Chris, and thank you for the call. <clears throat> While I would be interested in Brogdon, obviously, off the bench, if you add Murray, and by the way, it's not just adding Murray, who's a skilled shooter or a weapon in certain areas. You talk about well-rounded, all-defensive team twice. He's an, all, he's an all-star. Like He could play, man. He is a star player to add to a group that already has two all-stars, and he compliments them well. I would not be worried about him being on the ball at certain times or taking away from Brunson. I don't think there's anything that's going to take away from Jalen Brunson's game. I think Murray is the perfect fit. He's not a superstar, but he's another star player to fit in with this team. All right, a couple things. Do you think he's a top what player in the NBA? Around, estimate. I don't know, it's whatever. Throw a dart, see where it lands. Top what? 30, 25? I mean, that's what we're All right. I, I think he's probably better than top 30. Yeah, 20, 20. I'd say anywhere between 17 and You're talking about DeJounte Murray. Murray. Okay. So, to me, if that's where you believe Where do you it, have him? 17 to top 20? I'd say like high teens to early to mid-20s. Okay. I, listen, I love his game. I respect him. So, you're talking about having three top players? Yeah. Where, where do you put Ananobi in that? Uh, outside of that, but in terms of usage, right. not usage well, rate, but perfectly. usefulness, I should say. Right. Uh, he's a he's a platinum player for this team and right. for what they want to do. You need a guy like that. So, but in terms of you know top twenty, no, he's probably more like top forty ish. I think that 
If you're going to make this massive trade that we've all been waiting for, don't you think you need to make it for somebody who's an indisputable top 12 player? No. Top 10? No, because they already have two of those guys. All right. Okay, so that's a fair answer. Okay, gotcha. And I'm looking to complete the team here. We're not looking for just, hey, get this star and see what happens. Yep. Their team is is clean right now. It's ready to go. You, you could see, you could identify the points that they need. Mm-hmm. To me, Murray fits them like a glove. Okay, he might. He might. And again, if I'm wrong, I'll, I'll be thrilled to take the L on this. I think people are focusing on one thing too much. Not that it's wrong, but you're missing something important. So the pushback is, and I did this a little bit. I don't, I don't know how he and Brunson, not coexist. That sounds ridiculous right. and corny and contrived, but... They, need, they both need the ball. All right, so there's going to be a little give and take, and somebody's going to be a lesser player. And what could happen is if they both try to be too unselfish to make it work, they could both take a step back, and that would be horrendous. Or it could work, and I could be wrong. But the thing that you need to incorporate, Randall needs the ball too. Now, the good thing about Brunson being here, uh, forget about DeJounte Murray for a moment, is that Randall is now in the role that he's best fit. The reason why he was so bad against the Hawks, he had nothing around them. But when he's forced to initiate too much, he makes mistakes. We know that about Randall. But he still needs the ball. So now if you've got Brunson, who needs the ball, Murray, who needs the ball, and Randall, who needs the ball, you don't think that could be problematic? Uh, I do. I mean, could it? Sure. I don't think that it will be. Not with these guys. Because you could argue that that would have been the case with Randall and Brunson. And it's yet, different forward guard dynamic. Yeah. It's a different dynamic. I, no, I get it. But guard, I just like guard. That. I like that other option, <sighs> man. I think that that would be a legitimate. I think they're championship team anyway, but that really puts them over the top. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Brandon Tierney, Sal Akata back on the fan. Talking Knicks this Super Bowl week. We're looking forward to getting into the Super Bowl itself, obviously, coming up Sunday. It is actually hard to believe, BT. I know we were talking about this off the air earlier. Like, it's almost mid-February already. Oh, yeah. Super Bowl is here. Like, man. And I know we always talk about it just goes so fast. But it feels for me like yesterday where we're getting set for Aaron Rodgers and the Jets season and doing the show with you for the first time, you know, for me being on middays and, and having fun doing the show with somebody else throughout the course of football season. Here we are. It's now over. One game to go. Super yep. Bowl Sunday. And then we get set for baseball. Pitchers and catchers will be reporting next week. Thank God it's over. Because think about what the season was, both Jets and Giants, yeah. you know. So, listen, you're figuring this out now because you're earlier in, in fatherhood than I am. Your daughter's too. My, you know, mm-hmm. we have nine and seven, as you know. Listen, when you're a kid, summers seem like they go on forever. And it t- it feels like it, it, it takes forever for Christmas morning to arrive. Time moves slow when you're a kid. When you get older, it just starts yeah, blurring yeah, by, but dude. but why is that? I don't know. I've tried different things to, like, try to slow it down a little <laughs> yeah. bit or make it feel. You're not going to slow it down, but make it feel like it slows down. Is it just because we have so much? What have you tried? Like, what are some of the things? Because um... Well, just being more, like, cognizant mm-hmm. of the time yep. and, and feeling like trying to, now, again, I say I do it, I, I try to do it, but do I really do it? Like, live in the moment more as opposed to what is in front of you or, hey, we're looking forward to this. I, I thought uh, Al had a good, t- Al Dukes had a good tweet about this from John Mayer that was basically like whatever it is that he's doing, he tries to appreciate because if it's something he doesn't want to do, he wants to rush it by. 
If it's mm-hmm. something he does want to do, it goes by too quick anyway. So the best way to do it is to live in the moment and each day at a time. Anyway, yeah, it's also to, easier to do that when you probably have a hundred million dollars tucked well, in the bank, well, live in the moment. But it does show. Well, John Mayer. I, I mean, I, I mean, I guess. But even, I mean, even rich people have to do things they don't want to do, and it's like, oh, I don't want to do this, so let's get through this or whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, but and they it, don't have things to complicate. No, of course they have things to do. Right. But different, they, different type yeah, problems. And, and money doesn't right. bring happiness. I'm not equating right. that at all. This no. But when you have all of that money, the things that you don't want to do, you could probably find a way to get out of them (laughs) on some level. And the things that are are truly distressing uh, are probably softened by... No financial concerns. But again, please oh, let me di- be clear. I know level. money almost creates uh, more issues. I, I understand it, that. But different levels. So even yeah, yeah. forget him and just reality. Like, how do you... Like, if, if everybody in life is like, oh, man, can't wait till Friday. And we all do, right? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's Friday. Here we are, Friday, going into the weekend. Yep. The problem is if you're doing that, you're rushing away the majority of your existence. Can I tell you how I did it? And I think you have to do it with your kids, okay? So we get in the car. This was the last Friday night. We lost a travel game by, I think, a point, one or two points. Dropped to 0-5. We right. lost five games by 15 Who's points. Who's the coach of that team? Uh, I am. Hey. Um, two, <laughs> two, <laughs> two, in, uh, two by two points, one in overtime. We, we've got a good team. We finally cracked through, but we were 0-5, uh, right? We get in the car. That's not about the game. It's yeah. about the moment. Mm-hmm. Get, in the ga- we get in the car, and it's just me and Colt because Jen was at my daughter's rec basketball game. And obviously, I coached this team, right. so I couldn't be in two places at once, even though I wanted to be. We get in the car, and Colt says, um, yeah, he's pretty, he's pissed. He, he takes this stuff hard. But he's fairly grounded. Like, he's not like a lunatic, like, because we lost basically at the horn. And, yeah, I always put music on, and I give him a little space to let him breathe, and we'll start talking about the game. And uh, he says, Dad, he says, I, f- I feel bad for you, for you and Coach Phil. I said, why? He said, because we haven't won yet for you. Oh. I said, I said, listen, bud. I said, you know when you got to feel bad for daddy? When daddy can't coach you anymore. Because daddy's going to be crying his eyes out. (laughs) So I say that to enjoy the moment. And you can. You've got to pick the spots. Easier said than done. Elusive so much more than we wish that it was. But if you are aware of it, you can kind of get things seared in your mind that you will never forget. And more importantly... Your kid will never forget. Well, that is an important thing, and I do think fatherhood or parenting changes uh, everything. Chris is calling from East Meadows. What's up, Chris? Hey, Chris. Hey, BT. Hey, Sal. I, I figured out the question to life you guys are talking about right now. Okay. Go ahead. So, so you ever go away on vacation, and you know you go away for three, four days? It seems like a lifetime. New place, you've never been there. Yeah. And that's because you're experiencing something new, like when you were a kid. I figured this out about five, six years ago, and every new experience, even if you're going, you know, someplace you've never been. That three four hours feels like ten hours sometimes, right? Right. But then, the problem that I have that, the, the problem that I have is if I go on vacation, I'm like, man, it went by in a blink. Absolutely, it goes so fast. Yeah, even even though where you're not just sitting there doing things, you know, going mm-hmm. even if it's three four days, I'm telling you, another country somewhere, not just sitting on the beach. And then reminding yourself, not you know, leaving your phone in the room, all that stuff. I'm well, telling that, you guys, you guys there you go. Time. I no, will I like say, it, Chris. Chris, and thank you for the call. I will say, BT, we have as a society have gotten so bad with the damn phone Ugh. and always being connected yep. that, like, I'm aware of it, and I still have an issue with it. Mm-hmm. I hate the idea that we spend so much time in our phone and worrying about what's going on there. As opposed to what's going on here in, in the front moment. of us, 
Yeah, it's a major, major issue, which is why going on vacation could help because you detach and you don't have to worry about work email or or whatever. And you, sometimes the best vacations are where you go where you can't be reached, like no phones, no phone service. Period. And some golf courses yeah. are like that. I mean, really, probably but, the ones Boomer plays on, and, not necessarily me, but yeah. And then you could just get lost in the moment, man. Because you're right. Even as a kid, the days felt long. I remember right. playing wiffle ball till nine o'clock in the hours, night until yeah. the sun went down and the ice cream guy came. We'd yeah. be out there all day, right? And it felt. Like all day. Yes. And now, even if I'm off with nothing to do, I look up at the clock. I'm like, it's 3 o'clock already? Yeah, I did, did, I did nothing. Yeah, I've done nothing. <laughs> I've done nothing. I keep uh, telling my wife every weekend, we got to do something. Uh, what are we doing here? I think one of the tricks is to get up early. Now, most of us have yeah. to anyway because we have certainly, I mean, we get up early for work. What time do you get up every day? About. Now I get up in the 6 o'clock hour. Yeah, me six, too. Six, yeah, I'm right around 6.30. Right. I get up at 6.30. On the weekends, I don't set an alarm unless we have like an early game at 8 or 9, which a lot of times we do. But if I don't, I can't sleep late. And it's not that my wife, she'll be like, you sleep in. You've been working hard. I, I, my, my body, my mind, probably more specifically, does not allow me to just lay there without moving and, and staying asleep. Right. I hear the kids. I hear a ball bouncing in the playroom. I hear fighting. You I hear I, you know, <laughs> pots and pans. But I'm like, I got to yeah. get up. But I think the key is, and I do like doing this, when I do get up and, and everybody's still sleeping, that private time is 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 important. Whether it's a cup of coffee, right? You know, because then it kind of sets the template for the day. You know? I think I think you, I think you do have to get up early and at least elongate, uh, have a little bit of a longer day. Dan is calling from Freehold, New Jersey. What's up, Dan? Hey, good morning, gents. How are you guys doing? What's up, Dan? Hey, Dan. As a, um, I'm a little older than both of you, as a guy who's been going to Nick Games since the seventies, um, they've always actually had good attendance. Um, they've always been like in the top three or five in the league. No, they weren't. Clearly, they have better attendance now um but i used to go to the games for years and then what they did to us we were behind the basket and i shared you know we shared four seats with four guys mm-hmm. they raised our they tripled our prices when they started doing the remodels tripled so i said wow that's that's a bit much you know so we you know we had to give them up couldn't do them i'm already still paying anyway as, as a jet fan with the PSLs. Uh, so, but anyway, wow, it's a lot, it's a lot of time, man. <laughs> which we were, we three were stupid to do sign up for, by the way. Well, I mean, listen, um, if, you know, if you've got the means to do it, um, and you love it, then, and it seems like you've carved out a, you know, a, a good way to balance that. God bless you. It's awesome. Yeah, still. Yeah. I've been going to the games, Jet games since Chase Stadium. So we're talking about, and, and, and God, when they moved to, to Giant Stadium, when to... they moved to Giant Stadium, like we had Ford Che, they gave you the option of getting more seats, which we did, but they couldn't be together. Um, so we have two separate sets. We paid 38000 in PFL oh for these God. six seats, by the way, just to let you know. Literally, I opened my window when we threw the money out the window is what we did. Yeah, exactly. Um, All right, what's your point, um, though, Dan, on you get a point on the no, Knicks? No, the Knicks, been... getting to the Knicks, I'll tell you this. As somebody, like I said, who's been watching since the Frazier days, this team, that trade, didn't just bring back better plays. It changed the whole psyche of the team. Grimes, Deuce. You notice, like the players played are playing with a much better confidence. They've bought into Dibs' system, so I think it was a trade that that didn't just bring back better players, but it made the team better. You know, it made everybody pick up their game. So, well, they I, gave I up two—they gave up two players, and thank you for the call, Dan. They gave up two pretty good players, but you're right; it it fit much better with Ananobi here. It you could see it. You oh, knew yeah. it. You knew it after the initial shock value of wow. They actually made that trade, and RJ and Quickly are gone, and Ananobi is in. 
you, you knew on paper that, okay, this is going to fit. And then you watched it, and it's like, oh, my God. It's not even close, it's not, Yeah, it's not even I close. mean, you, you watch your – and RJ had a lot of games, you know, pumped in 20-something. When he got hot, he hit some threes. He'd get downhill. He could finish strong. You know, some games got to the stripe. Some days he did a lot of things well and a lot of things right. But then, you you know, you look at the plus-minus, you're like, all right, he had 26 points, but he was minus nine uh, or whatever it might be. And, the, and that was probably more prevalent than it was not. And then you look at OG on an OB, and it's like, all right, he had 12 points, and he's a plus 26. Like, his impact on winning, it's not even close. It was a great trade, and that's how trades should be. And not everybody's just, you know, fleecing another team or getting a bunch of draft picks. They, the Knicks traded two solid players, mm-hmm. one with really good potential. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. quickly and rj fine whatever for a piece that fits them perfectly you have to love that all right coming up we'll uh reset hit with the crown in a little bit i also want to get into one note bt that has something to do with the super bowl but not directly we'll do that on the other side as well when this happened you talked about it on the fan odell beckham jr made the catch with one hand for the touchdown wow what a catch by the rookie Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salakana back on The Fan. We'll get back to your Nick calls here in a second. Before BT, you have your next thing. I'm going to hit you with this. Mm-hmm. Do you want to give me your next thing, or do you want some breaking trade news involving a local baseball team? Let me hit the baseball. I know it's not big because you wouldn't be reacting this way. John Heyman has tweeted out. Remember, we did so when we were on the airwaves on. Yeah. <laughs> we already got the looks down. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm waiting. John, John no, he, we were on the air when John Heyman announced that uh, the Mets signed uh, Fujimani, uh-huh. or whatever, uh-huh. last week. Uh-huh. By the way, the guy throws over 100. I, I, he's he's, he's actually up there. You're kind of sleeping on him. One of the better power arms in the game. I think 98.6 or so is his average fastball. Who, who, who's getting home here? All right, John Heyman tweeting Caleb. Ferguson is being traded to the New York Yankees. He, I'm going to guess he's a pitcher because <laughs> they don't really have much room for position guys in the 40, oh, yeah. man. Caleb Ferguson. I'm also going to guess he doesn't top out at 102 miles an hour. Uh, <laughs> Let me just at least do a cursory check on his numbers. Do you have anything? How old up, yeah, is he? I Who the hell up. is he? I know nothing yeah, about the guy. Who is he? So he's 27 years old. He's a lefty. All right. Need those lefties. Uh, let's see. He was with the Dodgers. All right. He, Winning he, organization. He pitched to a, I like it so far. He started seven games. Uh, let's see. Started seven games. Oh. Uh, little versatility. Uh, yeah. He's a, okay. he's a flex guy. He had a okay. 3.43 ERA last year. 
17 holds. Let's see what is. Any uh, other numbers here you want to see? Good signing. His whip last year was 1.44. Yeah, that's not good. What about his Ks? What does he What does he do well, Hobby? Set, uh, he struck out 70 and 60 innings. So. I mean, that's, yeah, a big yeah. time, that's a big-time ratio. He walked 23 guys. That's not ideal. So I, got it, I got it all up now. So, all right. He is in his uh, he's in his prime. He's a lefty. You're not banking too much. He's coming from a winning franchise, the Dodgers. A uh, little swing ability, start relief. Oh, God. Little death, I love little you insurance. Paint the, you yeah. paint the great picture. Yeah, <laughs> mocking off the air. I wasn't air. mocking him. I just didn't know who he was. Yeah, like, I, guess, I don't know who this guy either. is. The guy's a fireball, though. Yeah, but the guy that you brought in had an ERA of seven. This it, guy's three change. Correct. Here's the bottom line. Both of our teams are having a disappointing offseason. little too anonymous, some of these Dude, moves here. Dude, they're signing these guys we never heard of. <laughs> I hear you. I mean, what's uh, going on uh, here? Uh. Caleb Ferguson being traded to the Yankees. That's great. Who the hell is he? Uh, I don't know. All right, who had a better war between those two? Don't look. Don't look. I'm going to say that it's your guy yeah, because why? you're a Mets fan yeah. because you're going to make your guy look better. Maybe because better he's war? got a smile uh, ear to ear wearing his Mets yeah. gear. Yeah, I know. His Mets sweatshirt. Last year, Caleb Ferguson's war was .1. Fujinami yeah. was minus 2.1. Oh, advantage us. And I have a question. You know, I'm pretty sensitive. I probably don't come across as sensitive, but I'm fairly sensitive. I mean, you guys never wear the white Met jacket that I got you guys. Why not? No, you didn't wear it once. It's not the season for it yet. It's still a little too cold for it. Right. It's, I, I can't go out. three degrees today. Yeah, it's a it's a light jacket. Dude, it was 20. You said it's cheap? No, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Told you I was saying that. It was, it was 28 <laughs> degrees when I left the house. That actually morning. was. Today felt different. Th- this week, I agree. Two reasons why I haven't. Number one, because it's still too cold, I think, for that, although I did wear it once. Mm-hmm. Number two, I got to get back in shape, dude. You think it's too uh, I'm revealing? Struggling. No, it's just, right. it fits nice. Snuggy. It fits the way that it should fit. Okay. But sure. I don't. Fit. I don't feel comfortable yet. Well, what are you going to well, Stop crying about it. What are you going to I'm do? Trying. But are you? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously some, some <laughs> stuff has gone on the last couple of weeks here, but I'm trying, man. I'm you trying to say do this it. For, for three months now. I'm what depressed, you something man. about it, man. I'm, de- I, I'm, I'm unhappy because I eat, and I eat because I'm unhappy. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, uh, boy, so. My defense, my fit is great. I'm just a puss. I can't go out. I can't wear it in the. In the it's too cold. Really? It is an ice it really See, I'm is the kind of guy, cold. like, if I have to run to the gas station, because our gas station also has, like, milk and eggs and stuff, I. I'll I'll go out. I don't care if it's twenty degrees out. I will have flip flops and shorts on. I'll do oh, that. The shorts are yeah. fine. I need to have something like warm on top. Yeah, on top. I'll, I feel I'm the same way. Yeah. Top. I'm with you on to that. To get the garbage or whatever, fine. But to to actually go to work, and I need bone. I need to be bonded up. Franco is calling <laughs> from Garnerville, New York. What's up, Franco? Hey, bub. Hey, how's it going, guys? How are you, Franco? Good, good. Um, so I was watching the the Lakers Knicks game on Saturday night, and everything that people say about Thibodeau. How he's a good coach, but he overworks his guys. That that looked pretty. That looked very much the case on Saturday. I know the Knicks were undermanned, didn't have the two most important players other than Brunson on the team. But I feel like maybe a guy like Kyle Lowry, off the buyout market, come in, take some burden off Brunson, let him rest on the bench, maybe ten minutes a game. You know, I I don't think I saw Brunson come out of the game in the second half once. Yeah, well, that's the um, thing. They 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 can't. And thank you for the call, Franco. They can't obviously they're depleted right now, which is why you can't expect them to beat the Lakers the other night. If you watch the game, it's clear as day. You could see it. They're they're running Brunson into the ground. He's the only legit option that they have. IBT don't love the idea of Kyle Lowry at this point. I'd much rather have Brogdon. Mm-hmm. Another uh, Nova guy. Yeah. Kyle Lowry played at Nova. Another Nova guy. Yeah, how many years before? Uh, he was uh he had to be, I would say, eight, nine. That yeah. was like Jay Wright's early teams. 
I just I like Brogdon myself at this particular point. I I'm not opposed to it. That's what they need. They need mm-hmm. a veteran backup point. To me, that was very obvious once the trade was made. Yeah, well, I like McBride, but that's not a. You need a veteran point guard to give you solid postseason minutes. I, I would agree with that. That's a philosophy that um, and, and you know an area they need to attack here. You know, I, I do think that you could get a little bit too wrapped up into how the game unraveled on Saturday night. I know they were outscored 33-19 in the fourth quarter, but they did lead by six after three. They were up a point or two with like seven change to go. And then they clamped in on Brunson, and and nobody else was out there. But you're going to have Randall. You're going to have OG. And Precious has been a a bit of a revelation here in terms of what he is. I didn't know he was quite this good. He played 42 minutes, and he took some shots during that stretch where they couldn't score. Randall's taking those shots. OG's taking those. Well, that's the thing. See, we saw a little bit of the postseason on Saturday night in the fourth quarter when teams clamped down on Brunson. However, what we didn't see was how the Knicks are going to respond with a healthy team. Anunobi and Randall. Everything changes. That's what we need to see in the postseason. What was your Knicks thing that you said? Oh, oh good. Good yeah. memory there. So we were talking about Knicks attendance before, right? And the caller said, you know, that yeah. Knicks attendance was never down. And it was, but I just wanted to, you know, let you know how much it was. I found something from March of 84. Is obviously way after Clyde's dealt in the late 70s, right before Patrick. Uh, as I read from a little New York Times excerpt. Despite 10 victories in their last 12 games, including five straight, Bernard King's Exciting scoring feats and a chance at winning 50 games this year. The Knicks have not excited the fans, averaging 12,000 wow. in attendance. In the late 60s and 70s, blah, 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 hottest ticket in town, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how about the, the Knicks drew 8,764 Tuesday for the Suns and 7,900 for Thursday's game against the Cavs. I mean, that is 1984, not 1944. So similar to the Yankees in that regard, isn't that right? Crazy. I thought those are minuscule numbers. I knew they were bad. I didn't know that they were quite that low, but I knew that there was uh I I, I could a good four or five year you now, know, after you, Clyde pre Patrick where people just didn't go. Do you know what they've drawn over the last twenty years? They sell years? out every game. But that's what I mean, even even when they're like They sell out every uh, yeah. Sell out maybe not a full now I know, but I'm saying maybe not a full sellout, but basically in the last 20 years. Oh, no, they had even a with the sellout team being, streak. That's what I'm saying. Even yeah. with the team being awful, people yeah. still go to see them. But you know why, though? And I me, know, me, the tourists. But there you go. And me and Teak would talk about this nationally when this would come up, just trying to, you know, I would try to find like three or four minutes about the Knicks because you couldn't talk about anything positive about right. the Knicks. So you had to talk about something negative. And, you know, one of my points back then was the the impetus to really change things organizationally was never there because there was never empty seats. And that wasn't me getting on the air advocating don't show up. I don't. I never tell people how to spend their money. But when you've got a city of 8 million people and Lord knows how many tourists coming in from all over the world, they want to go see one of the world's most famous sporting venues out there. Right. So they don't care who's playing. And then with the influx of international players in the NBA, you'll, you'll see – you know, swaths of fans with 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 different flags, not so much now, but when they were horrendous, to come and root for the guy on the opposing team that's from their country, a Croatian player, whatever it might be. Yeah. So they, you know. When, and it's why they could charge, the Knicks and Rangers charge, you know. 100%. I mean, it's ridiculous. Well, think about this. Basically though. 200 bucks a game to get in, even for, you know, not great seats. No, it's insane. But if those numbers that I just gave you, 8,000, 7,900, like they were back in the mid-80s, you know, averaging around eleven or 12,000, if that was the case, I mean now because they're good, but, you know, during Phil Jackson, Derek Fisher, Jeff Hordaseg, Fizdale, if those numbers were there, 
Don't you think that's why I use the word impetus? The impetus would have been on Dolan to really change things. Right? Hey, we they were always this. making money. I know he wanted yeah. to win, but they were always making money, so it wasn't as it didn't seem as problematic on the business side. All right, we'll we'll come back hit you with the crown reset, the top story of the day. We've been talking Knicks. Do the Knicks need to make a trade or not? We'll get to that on the other side. Plus, get back to your call. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Tierney Salicata back on the fan, hitting you with the crown topic of the day. Start of the show, the Super Bowl Monday, talking about your New York Knicks. Even off the loss on Saturday, those of us in the know know that the only reason why the Knicks lost was because Randall and OG Ananobi are down. The Knicks are obviously too thin right now. You know, look, and even with that, they won nine in a row. I mean, what do you want them to do? But the fourth quarter, Lakers got the best of them. Anyway, point is... Knicks need to make a trade here. This is real. This is the time. This is no more. You know, for so many years, it's been the light at the end of the tunnel, the chase. Who's going to be a free agent? What big trade are they going to make? Clearing cap space, adding draft picks. Which star can they go get? Now it's here. It's actually arrived. It's right in front of us. It's been here for a little bit, but we know it now. Jalen Brunson is a superstar. Julius Randle is a three-time All-Star. The Ananobi trade takes the Knicks to another level. They need BT before the deadline on Thursday, 3 o'clock, to make one more trade. I want DeJounte Murray. They need to make one more trade to put the final pieces of this championship puzzle together. Okay, so when you make a trade, there's really three levels to make it a trade. You make a trade, number one, to go from moribund to competitive. And I think, you know, or, or an acquisition, either a signing or a trade. That's where Randall comes in a couple of years ago. Then you make a move, and it's definitely more of a flex, where you go, where you're trying to go from competitive to upper half of each conference viability, and that was the Brunson move. And now the next move is your favorite to win the championship. And I am in no rush to make that move because if you miss on this type of move, it could set you back. And it could ruin everything. Oh, they're not going to get set back. And they're not going to, even if it didn't work out, what do you think the worst case scenario is going to be? Well, the worst case scenario is that you've given up most of your equity that you've worked so hard to gain, which I'm not in a, in a rush to do unless it's a no doubter. Number one, number two. Still, it still wouldn't have bad contracts. And uh, they no, have that's, a, that's true. That, and that's they have a bunch true. of picks anyway. Like the picks, you can't just. Can't draft all the players. At some point, you got to move yeah. them. You got to yeah. use them. Use but, them or lose them. Yeah, true. But they're not as desirable as some people think. I think when you just talk about the the overall uh, abundance of draft picks, there's you know there's some context there in terms of you know what's protected, what's not. What I mean, it's it's good. I don't know that it's quite as amazing. It's not as good as the Thunder. Put it that way. So I think that while I'm open to trades. And if something crosses my desk and it is a franchise alter, I'm doing it. Otherwise, I'm punting to the summer and I'm going to battle with these boys. Well, I just, love this team. We'll get back to the calls here in a second. And just to throw out two names, right? I talk about DeJounte Murray. I think he's the perfect fit. I think that's a home run fit. I feel comfortable about Most getting people, him. The Bleach Report predicted he's going to wind up here, by the way. I yeah, just saw that during it, the break. Which is funny because I was looking at one of some email I got from one of these odds companies, and, and the Lakers are actually the favorite odds wise there. And the Knicks were 12 to 1 huh? when they were 3 to 1 to get DeMar DeRozan. 
While I like DeMar DeRozan and mm-hmm. think he would be an upgrade, I think the Knicks need to upgrade from Quentin Grimes and they need to upgrade from McBride. They need a veteran backup point guard and a legit to me two guard, which could then push DiVincenzo back a little bit. Anyway, Murray to me is a no doubt about it, well-rounded player, all-defensive team, all-star, could take the Knicks to the championship level. Okay, Where I think that they're at could potentially complete the puzzle, put them over the top. DeRozan to me really doesn't change it that much. I, I, if they could get Murray and it's realistic and now's the opportunity, I would fire that bullet now. You see, we definitely just viewed DeMar DeRozan differently. You know, he's not a kid, been around a long time. And Murray. Maybe maybe we view three players differently. Who's the third one? DiVincenzo. DiVincenzo, oh, Murray, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and DeRozan. True. Legitimately see them differently. Uh, I think I think DiVincenzo's better than you do. I know you like him, but I think he's much better than yeah, you do. Yeah, I think do. he's fine. I know, I got you. I love him. Um, I I really do like Murray. I don't know if I love him for this team. And DeRozan. Now, can I see a situation? I'm not saying DeRozan. He's certainly not the two-way player, the two-way force that Murray is, but it's also an expiring deal. Can I say, I cl- when I talk about trades of this magnitude, Sal, I close my eyes and I say, all right, let me parachute into Boston. Let me parachute into Milwaukee. Late May, you know, game five, game six, whatever it is. And let me... Let me get to even, you know, maybe Cavaliers or right. Miami series, one of those teams, right? But certainly Boston and Milwaukee before anybody else. And can I see, as I close my eyes, and I'm actually doing this on the air, mm. can I see, you know, all right, Brunson double-teamed, gives it up to Randall. They run the second defender at Randall. Randall gives it up. Boom. Foul line jumper. DeRozan at the gun. Yes, I can. I can see that. I can see him winning a game. I can see him getting to the stripe. Eight, nine times over the course of a game with his savviness and his moxie. I mean, he gets to the line at a will, man. DeMar DeRozan is a right. foul line hunter. And that wins you games. Yeah, I, I know. But Murray's the better player. And but is he the better I, fit? E- either way, I, I take either one. But Murray really, to me, like we talk about it. And we, by the way, we, you and I have talked about this weeks ago. I remember having this conversation in our office, in Spike's office, our boss Spike. His office about how like we felt like the Knicks were legit and you know being laughed off and I, first of all I take issue with that because I've never been one of these fans who thought like RJ was a great player or the either. Knicks could win with them. Once they made that trade, they became legit. It is real for this team to compete for a championship. I think so. I think that they could do that even with just adding DeRozan. However, with Murray with his defense combined with his offense. Oh, boy. I mean, I really think that that takes this team to a whole nother level. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Kyle is in Newburgh, New York. What's up, Kyle? Hey, guys. Great talking to you again. Sal, last time I talked to you guys, I, we were talking about diaper changes. I told you to soak it up about being a father every little moment. You know, it's so important and how you guys, you know, Mm. were just saying how time flies. It does, man. Like yesterday, I spent from 12 o'clock till 5 o'clock watching Cars 1, 2, and 3 with my son. And I couldn't (laughs) believe how fast that time went. Hey, it's amazing the things you can do without football holding you down. Right, Kyle? Oh, my God. It is amazing. It is amazing. Next week, we're going to head down to Tampa. I caught a foul ball when Mom was pregnant with him. It was by Aaron Judge I caught. I dated it. We're going to go down to spring training early. I'm going to try to get a, that ball signed, autograph, and take a picture there with us and, and Aaron Judge. Good luck. So, but uh, uh, I, I, I hope I hope you get that, that done. That would be sick. Yeah. 
Yeah. Listen, guys, if I get it done, I'm going to call in. Call in to Pete. Pete, again, thank you for answering. Love talking to you. Thanks for asking about my son. I will let you guys know how it goes. Okay. And I get an email address. I'll send a picture in. Now, to, to get to the Nick point, um, after watching Saturday night, you know, they need another score for sure. Um, DiVincenzo, if you play him too much, you're going to get what you got Saturday night. Agreed. And, you know, if, if he was going to be a starter – he should have stepped up, and instead of being 6 for 16, he should have been 10 for 16. Those are the moments where a guy that comes off the bench wants to show everybody it shined. He really didn't. He showed that he is a, a role player. And yeah, he's good. A- We're not trying to knock him, but he's a role player. And they're asking him, to without anybody else around Brunson, he's got to be the next scorer, and he's just not. He can't do it consistently. Or in a big no, spot but, with the defense clamping down on Brunson, DiVincenzo's not the guy. You can't go seven I, minutes without scoring a freaking but, but point. Nobody scored. Yeah, I, well, I understand that, but to shut down Brunson, where's the next guy? If DiVincenzo's so good, make it work. Man, you guys yeah, are killing a, him for one bad game. Jeez, brutal. give him a break. That, that was brutal, though. Seven minutes without scoring. I mean, my God, I could you know, I could have went and got something to eat and came back, and they still didn't <laughs> score. So. Right, you could have watched Cars uh, 4 if you needed to. No, no question. But again, uh, I'm big fans of you guys. You guys also are the reason why time flies because you guys make it so fun during the day to listen to you guys. So again, you know, great talking right. to you guys. And uh, when I get back from Florida, uh, I do believe I'm going to make that happen. Good so luck, no matter, Kyle. I don't care how many days. Manifest. There you go. Good luck, Kyle. Hopefully that happens. There that's pretty you cool. Go. By the way, that's always a fun trip. Like I, I really think for. Have you taken Colt down there yet? To where? Spring training, whether it's Mets or Yankees, Port uh, St. Louis, we Tampa. Were, we were, yeah, we were down. Uh, we're at the beach. We went to Disney. We had like a Disney vacation for three or four days. Then we had a resort uh, for like the other three or four days. My in-laws. It was really cool. So it was somebody's fiftieth or somebody's seventieth out of somebody's birthday on Jen's side. And I took Colt and my nephew Carson to Steinbrenner Field to watch a game. Right. Dominguez actually gave Colt the ball. There Jason you go. Dominguez. That, that's awesome. And that's yeah. kind of the point. I was saying that you make those trips, if you can, yep. with, with young kids, it's great. Cause and ask me where the ball is now. I have no idea. You play with it? Yeah. Oh, God. You know what? I'd rather that. Yeah, that is play true. Play with the ball. That Who cares is true. And I'm looking to make money on the ball. That Whatever. is true. Dave is in Howard, uh, Howard Beach. What's up, Dave? Hi, Dave. Dave, I guess, is not in Howard Beach. Alex is calling from South Orange. What's up, Alex? Yo, yo, yo. Mm. Great Nick talk. I love it, man. Yep, Sal, I'm with you. We need Murray, Murray and Brunson in the backcourt. Awesome, man. We haven't had a backcourt like that in ages, if that were to happen. If that happens, I'm buying the MSG app. I'm going to be seeing every game. I'm back in. I've been out for a while. You know, the Carmelo thing, uh, whatever, whatever. But let's, let's go for it. Has to happen. Yeah, I mean, look, and thank you for the call, Alex. Appreciate you checking Seems in. Like Carmelo drove him away from the Knicks. Yeah, That's wow. what he basically just said. I wouldn't go that far. That's what he said. You know, I'm saying I wouldn't oh, yeah, go I gotcha, that far, gotcha, yeah. even though I didn't love Carmelo. Yeah, no, no. yeah, I mean, they look, BT, the point is the opportunity is there. I'm done waiting, and there's no need for me at this particular point, if I'm the Knicks, to wait anymore. By the way, they're, they're you know, dotting all their I's, crossing all their T's, buttoning everything up here. Getting the issue that Steph Bondi reported about with between Rich Paul and the Knicks and CAA and all that stuff. They cleaned that up over the weekend, apparently, where they said whatever issues they had were hashed out. Knicks are right now in position to strike. 
Everything is there. The team is good, as is right now. They're loaded up, looking to make one more move to complete the puzzle. No more issues with the CAA agency, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. This is it. Deadline Thursday, 3 p.m. Do they have one more big move in them? They're, I promise you they're on the phone right now. Now's the time. Fire away, baby. Yeah, I think it's going to be a smaller move, but it wouldn't stun me if it's a bigger one. The more I think about this, though, this DiVincenzo stuff is bothering me. Do you know what he's shooting from downtown this year? What? Forty-two percent. Okay, yeah, but it's the- like Steph Curry in his prime. I mean, I'm not saying he's that guy, but forty-two percent from behind right. the arc is insane. Right, but the point is, and not- it was forty percent last year for the Warriors. It, it's not the numbers. The point is, and I like him as a player. He's not a guy. He's a a role playing bench player. And maybe you get away with it more if Josh Hart wasn't the type of player he is. Mm-hmm. They need more. Like, okay, so right now, who are the two best scorers on the Knicks right now with injuries and all that stuff? Well, but this is the difference between us here. I understand that Randall's coming back, and I sure as hell know that OG's coming back. Right. So who are the two the top scorers the other night? To me, it's almost immaterial no, because the, when the season matters, they won't be the two stop. It'll be, it'll be Brunson and it'll be not, Randall. Not even just the top scorers. The point is, when you need a bucket right now, without Ananobi and without Randall, yeah, you need no, a you're bucket. In trouble. It's Brunson and then who? Who's your second? Probably best look for Dante Divincenzo. Right, and that's, uh, that's not his role. I well, agree with that. Okay, so when he gets a lesser not a role, two. Then, right? I understand <laughs> that. So he could be the fourth option when Randall yeah. and Ananobi come back. I want him to be the fifth or sixth option. Maybe fifth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, it's funny. Like, options to me, like, back in the day. It's different, I know. It's Ewing clearly, you know, post him up, just pound it down to the big fella, see what he's got. Option, the option number two was, all right, if he's double, kick it open to Starks maybe for three. Hopefully he's hot. If not, we're in trouble. All right. The NBA, though, the way it's got, like, I think we misuse or incorrectly apply the usage of, like, option. Yay. Fine. Whoever's open, man. The ball spins around the perimeter right. so much like a hot potato. To me, I'm less concerned with who the option is and more concerned about how willing and how good a passer the team is. Right. Uh, understood. And I think the Knicks can pass the ball. I they think do. That's clear. They're a good team. However, you can't go seven minutes without a point. And when they're yeah. shutting down Bronson and he's the only option, you need, like DiVincenzo's not a bad shooter. He's not a good scorer. Fast break, transition, fine. Mm-hmm. And ball on his own. He, he's not a guy who's going to... That's what DeMar DeRozan is. Yeah, He's okay. exactly well, what you're saying I'm you wish you need upgrade. DiVincenzo was uh, right. in I the want, half court. I want Murray, but I take DeMar DeRozan. I think he would be an upgrade. Then you move DiVincenzo back and you move Grimes oh, well, now out. Now cooking. I mean, you think it's Murray championship. I think if they get... First of all, even without... As right. long as Randall and OG are, are back and healthy and flowing, I think they've got a chance to get there this year, mess around. You get you get DeRozan. I'm still not going to throw, like, favorites or attach odds to it, but, boy, if they get DeRozan, because the game becomes more half-court in the playoffs, yep. as, as you know, every position possession more valuable, that's, I mean, that they, they probably jump two or three teams in the NBA if they get him. Bobby's calling from Belmore. What's up, Bobby? Uh, yeah, before I get to the Knicks, isn't Colin Ferguson, is he a late TV talk show host? Uh, maybe I'm mistaken. I think he, I Caleb he, was the name. Yeah, Calvin Caleb. used to be. Right. I don't know if he's still doing it or what he's doing. I don't know. He used well, to follow I, Letterman, but that one He was away. funny. Yeah. He was actually pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah, like him. Yeah, no, I did. He was funny. I never, I always loved Dave. And then, like, once that was over, it was like, eh. Yeah. This guy. Right. You know, I always wanted well, to do that, by the way. What? That was one of my <laughs> dreams. Host a show? Yeah, like, like that? the late night talk show. Well, you're well, a funny guy. You're you know, funny guy. You kind of turned um, baseball but, night in New York into that a little bit. That's, that's exactly right. I try. I try. Yeah. Glad for, thanks for noticing. Uh, go ahead, Bobby. What's up? 
Well, maybe he'll replace Peralta's 2.80 ERA the last three years. You know, maybe he'll do that. Anyway, I don't understand why they didn't sign him at all. Guys want to the top. They're already weak in the rotation. When you have Stroman, who still hasn't thrown 140 innings the last two years, he's got an eight year. Oh, do you have a Knicks point to go? Or are you talking what Yankees bullpen? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Let me go to the Knicks. Okay. How about you know, remember Miami series last year when it's all started in the fourth quarter of Game Six when it was smothering Brunson? Yes. Last play game. Fourth. That's going to be the blueprint. What the Lakers, you know, did that as well the other night. And the playoffs are going to be doing it until and even with Randall, you don't know how he's going to play in the playoffs. And there's not even no guarantee he might need surgery. They don't even know. You know, yeah, but, but Bobby, here's the difference. Now, you're right. You're right. That's the blueprint now. All right, great. Fantastic. Awesome. You got the blueprint. Now we're going to adjust to your blueprint because once you do that, oh, look who's wide open in the corner. OG. Bang. 43% from the corner. Boom. And then once they start to react to him, which they will invariably because everybody knows that he's one of the best three-point corner shooters in the NBA, as long as Randall is healthy and, you know, Randall proves to us that he's the, the you know, finally making the playoffs here, he's going to have open shots. So it's not like it's a death sentence. Of course, they're going to go after Julius Randle. Uh, uh, well, Randle, too, but Brunson. But now you got OG. Imagine right. if OG was on the court last year. They win the series. Right. Well, that's the thing. People looking at that game Saturday night is, oh, see, I told you the Knicks weren't good enough. Brunson no. can't do it. Nonsense. That's foolish. Nonsense. When they have their other options, then we'll find out. Now, if that happens in the postseason, then we've got problems here. Yes. And then this team yes, we do. Uh, you know, proves that they're going to need uh, something else because they can't get by in the postseason. That will be type of uh, the type of competitiveness, the the type of defense that they'll face in the playoffs. The way that the Lakers and LeBron and AD tried to shut them down in the fourth quarter, so they're gonna have to figure out a way through it. But I mean, you can't evaluate them when they don't have their two, you know, two of their three best players there. Actually, Sal, I know yeah. you just got the call punched up. Yeah. I actually could evaluate them because I'm almost more impressive, despite the impressed despite the seven minute scoring drought. The fact that they were winning. Uh, midway throughish the the fourth quarter without really anybody right. to me is more impressive. You know, like that 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 matters. Travis is calling from the Bronx. What's up, Travis? What's going on, fellas? Listen, hey. I, I I agree wholeheartedly with what with what both of you guys are saying. I I think DiVincenzo is a he's a good role player, inconsistent, and for the team that we have right now, being you know on the precipice of doing something like really substantial. As much as he's a good enough role player, the Knicks. And I was, I was saying earlier, this team right now reminds me a lot of that team in 94 where the Knicks were one, and you guys touched upon it about 20 minutes ago, one deliberate move away from, you know, really, you know, throwing everything in the center of the table. And it's really important that they don't mess this up because they can lose the flexibility that they have that is really what is kind of setting the Knicks apart for the first time in God knows how many years. From, from a lot of these teams. Well, how could um, they you know, mess it I up, think, though? I'm curious how they can mess it up. Because well, they're not going to go out there and get a bad player. You don't want to give, which they haven't, but you don't want to give six first-round picks for Mikhail Bridges as much as you want to create, um, you know, that environment back in Villanova. And they've already... But wait, why, why wouldn't not, you do that, though? I, I don't believe Bridges is going to be available, especially not available to the Knicks, but why wouldn't they do well, that? And by the way, I, you're, you're I just prefer, trading assets for assets. Like, the worst thing that could happen, the Knicks aren't getting a bad player. The worst thing that could happen is they get a bad fit. And if that's the case, then you just turn that asset into something else yep. for a better fit. That's actually I, really I important. Think, I think I think Murray is a, is a, is a great play. I think DeRozan is, is a good play for this team. I think I would prefer, 
because he has an ETO after next season, and and they would he would give the next two years of like playing with this core at peak peak level instead of Murray. I would prefer Trey Young because I feel like with the flexibility. You know, see, to me, oh, I don't, you know, Trey Young. Yeah, to, no, I'm like, Trey Young and Jalen Brunson yeah. as a defensive backcourt is going to get absolutely destroyed. First of all, too small, too weak. Trey Young is an interesting player, and Trey Young is fun when he's on. And I'm probably selling him a little bit short because he's got sick range and he's put up sick numbers. I, I just, I'm not a huge fan. I don't think it's a good fit. That would worry me with Brunson and him together. Yes, I want the defense too with Murray. Again, Mikel Bridges, like, would I? Would you take him? Of course. Oh, God, yeah. Complete the Villanova puzzle here. Maybe get him in there. But he's, they're not going to trade him to the Knicks. No, that's a pipe dream. That's not happening. Point is, it's not going to be a bad move for the Knicks. It could only be a move that doesn't fit. And if that happens, at least you tried, and then you move on. They're not going to get a bad asset. They're going to give up some of those draft picks and get a good player in here, and that's exactly what they should do. BT and Sal on the fan will continue with your calls on the other side. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan right now. Be caller number 13 at 866-540-WFAN. That is 866-540-9326 for your chance to win a hand and stone massage and facial spa gift card. Love, pamper, repeat this Valentine's Day at your local hand and stone massage and facial spa. Get a free massage or facial gift card when you buy a spa package, visit any one of their 80 New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut area hand and stone locations. That's a nice you, you a right big there. massage guy or what? I haven't been in a while, but yeah, I mean, I do enjoy them. You get regularly or not? Yeah, we have. Uh, we do have a bunch. I mean, I don't get to go as much, but uh, you ever get the hot stone? I don't think I have. Where they actually have stones that are pretty much piping yeah. hot, and I they might use have those once, as they actually, rub Now that I think about it, yeah, it's not bad. I like just gentle, old-school massage. I don't like the too hot or, yeah, you know, the deep the, the tissue. Deep, t- deep tissue's tough. Deep yeah. tissues, I usually don't uh, love that myself, but it's nice sitting there or just laying there getting uh, getting worked on a little bit. I don't usually do the, the birthday thing, but there was a big birthday yesterday. Uh, did you see whose birthday it was yesterday? By whose the way, birthday? Yeah, and, and again, like everybody's birthday all the oh, time, so who birthday. cares? Uh, I will say that uh, I'll give you a hint. Huh. Game five of the baseball card World Series will take place this Thursday at eleven forty. Just letting you know that obviously that's the case, and let the listeners know. Okay. Baseball card World Series catching on. Of course, we open a pack of cards, name the names, uh, tied it to a piece. Game five will be this Thursday. Did you see the birthday that it was yesterday? No. You want to read that for me? Oh, I did see that. I did. <laughs> I did. I did. Russ. Rusty Koontz, BT, yes, turned Rusty 69 Koontz. yesterday. Oh, happy Former 69th White Sox. birthday there, Rusty. There you go. Rusty Koontz, uh, of course, he came up in Baseball Card World Series, I yes. think game one or two. Yes, he did. And uh, well, uh, maybe lack of clarity on how to pronounce the name. And, of yeah. course, our infantile sophomore audience jumped in and showed us the picture like we hoped that they oh. would, and they let us know it was his birthday. Happy yeah. 69th. We appreciate that very much. Max is calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Max? Hey, guys, loving all the Knicks talk. On the trade front, 
I mean, DeRozan, I think, would be an awful fit. Granted, he's much better than R.J. Barrett, but you're kind of reverting the offense back to what it was. We have Brunson and Randall, who are already ball-dominant guys. Most championship teams, they don't really have three guys who dominate the ball like that. And I think Murray would be the same thing. But at least with Murray, pairs well with Brunson, and he's one of those guys, if it doesn't work out, you could flip him later on. DeRozan, you can't really do that. But I think a guy like a Brogdon, you know, a combo guard who can play alongside Brunson, can also run point when he's on the bench, is the ideal fit. And to a lesser degree, uh, a big who can shoot. You saw that when they were double-teaming Brunson every play. It was either him or DiVincenzo. They didn't have to guard anybody else because Hart can't shoot, Precious can't shoot. Hartenstein can't shoot if they just have like Grimes in on that situation or a better version. Well, of but it. You, that's where Randall comes in. Have worked the that, same that, that's where you have Randall and you'll have Ananobi to fix that, Max. And thank you for the call. One thing I will say, and maybe this is great, like, you know, I want Murray and think that he's the perfect final piece here. I almost think Brogdon is the more imperative move. Combo mm-hmm. guard, veteran player. They need. You need a veteran point guard to be able to spell Brunson and give important minutes yeah. in the postseason so the game doesn't fall off the wheels. Yeah, well, the wheels don't fall that. off. The game doesn't go off the track in the postseason on the road. Big minutes, Brunson on the bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I trust Brunson. I don't dispute that. That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get it. I mean, you, you need to. But I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like the application of the backup point guard it just doesn't feel as important as it used to be because there's so much positional versatility. Yeah, but you w- it will in the postseason. Yeah, right. That's why I was kind of yeah. like thinking and going slowly as I was saying it. Like, do I really believe this? I do to an extent. Well, well, I do to an well, extent. Well, picture this. Close your eyes. You like to do this. Close yeah. your eyes. Yeah. Picture the environment. Game five on the road in Milwaukee or Boston. And, you know, the Knicks down six. Brunson needs a few minutes on the bench. Place going nuts. Looking for blood late, you know, third quarter. Mm-hmm. You got to hand it over the final five minutes because you want Brunson to be fresh for the fourth quarter. You got to hand it over. You or hand he's it got over. fouls. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right. You hand it over to McBride. You feel good about that? On the road. I, I, I know five. what you mean. I mean, that's their only other option. Yeah, right now it is. The easy answer is no, but I do think that is a little misrepresentative of of how tough McBride is. I do one like thing, McBride a lot. One thing I know about McBride is he's not. If he doesn't succeed, it's it's not going to be because he's overwhelmed by the stage. Or the venue. I get it. And some guys are just overwhelmed by the stage yeah. and the I venue. Mean, look, Emmanuel quickly was had a great regular season last year. What did he do in the playoffs? He was terrible. Uh, again, a young player. you got to learn playoff basketball is different. Milton mm-hmm. is in Brooklyn. What's up, Milton? Hey, Milton. Hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Great show, like always. Um, I think what the Knicks need are a few things. I'm going to say right now, the most important thing is a pure shooter. I like Murray. Murray's fun. He's ideal because he's a big name and, and it sounds great on paper, but it's going to cost too much right now. I'm not willing to give up those assets. Why? And, and for that play. Because I'd rather have a pure shooter. Now, if you're going to give me the guy from Detroit, but Donovich, whatever his name is, I'm butchering the name. Yeah. All the, the guy that you want to get from Atlanta is the guy, the shooter, the guy with the same name. By the way, they're not brothers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, those, those two guys, if they come here now, the big ragu could come off the bench with heart and stop with the big ragu stuff. This guy is killing it for us. Yep. He is absolutely playing his mind. He is stealing the ball, getting blocks. He could dribble. Well, we got to start criticizing a little bit, and I don't want to criticize him because he's an all-star and he's a great player. Brunson needs to give the ball up when he's getting double-teamed. He forces it up a little too much. To who? And that's going to be – But I. 
It doesn't matter. You don't. Yes, it doesn't it matter. They don't people. have any other good options. I know. I know, but. I know that. That's why you got to get a pure shooter. Can you imagine Randall on one side, OG, and then the two guard is a knockdown shooter like the Herder, the guy from Sacramento Kings? Give me a pure shooter at the two. That's what I would trade for right now. You need a big man that can shoot. If they ever got a big man that can shoot, it's over. The Knicks will win a championship. If they can have somebody unlike, you know, Robinson who can't shoot. And you, I mean, I mean, you got this. Um, Hardenstein is great, but he can't shoot. All they need is just somebody who can knock down these balls when Brunson is getting double teamed. And that's just going to be the answer. Right, but, but Milton, don't you think that's going to be Randall and or Anunoby? Yeah, okay. You know what's going to happen with Randall? The same thing. He did. Well, the you don't know that. Him- you, don't, you don't know that. Okay. He's been better this year. He's been playing his best basketball no, has- this year. All right, so my, my answer is this. I want to see the potential come off the bench with Hart. That'll be a great guy to come off the bench with Hart and give me a pure shooter at the two. I don't need to give up four or five picks to get Murray here. What he was going to be another guy. Who, what do you? Huh? I'm just curious why you're worried about the picks. We're talking about trying to win a championship. What are you worried about the picks? Now, if you want to say, Milton, and thank you for the call, and I respect what you're saying here, if you want to say, BT, that – you know, Milton in this case believes that they need a a pure shooter mm-hmm. more than what Murray can bring. Who's a guy who's not going to be a great shooter, but more well rounded, scorer, scorer and defender. Yep. yep. I, I'd rather have the. And now look, I, I value Murray as a player, and I'd rather have that. But I'm not going to turn down a great shooter. By the way, you say DeRozan, he's not a great shooter. Either. No, he's not. Not from downtown. Right. Great so, mid range shooter. So are we talking about a lights out shooter that you want the Knicks to get, or somebody who can do a little bit of everything and play some defense and score as well. You know, to compliment Brunson, Randall, and Adenobi. What Milton's doing is forgetting about what Randall and Adenobi are going to do or yeah, supposed to do here. Yeah, but think about the 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 difference. And maybe most people don't care because it, you know, in theory, puts him in a better spot to be a champion. But what you're going to give up for Murray compared to what you're going to give up for Bogdanovich or that shooting type? I understand what Milton's saying. Like. There's value. I mean, can you find a guy who can just stand out there and flick in bombs uncontested? There's not many of them around there. And those, I don't think that's what they need. Uh, they need, they need I a like shooter. That. I, I think if you have a spot-up shooter, a knockdown. Yeah, but that's what OG Ananobi's been from doing the quarter. from downtown. No, no, and yeah. he's going to continue right. that. There's no doubt. For the quarter, he's 43.5%. He's one of the absolute best in the NBA from that part of the court. If you get somebody more on the wing, top of the circle, now there's just... There's no, like, you can't, it. well, you can, but when you run that second defender, once Brunson crosses half court, you know, you try to trap him, and you got guys everywhere that can knock down triples. You got somebody in the corner, I mean, you got Randall, this new guy, Randall you got Randall. That. Randall could, yeah, right, Randall could do that as well. That's so good luck doubling uh, Brunson. And then if you don't if you don't double team Brunson, which I think you will probably stop doing once you start getting sliced up from downtown, now Jalen Brunson one-on-one destroys everybody. It would be nice, the other thing you talked about, it would be nice to have a big who could actually like shoot the basketball. I'm not talking about yeah, long I know range. I know what you mean. I'm not talking about stretch the floor. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about have some kind of yeah, competent from, game. What do you mean? From like 12 to 15 feet Whatever, or from behind yeah. the, the three-point no, line? No, no. I'm saying you don't need to stretch the floor and go so behind So like the, wingish, foul line extended. Yeah, o- I agree. Oakley Ewing jumpers. Like, g- give me somebody inside who can knock down a, a freaking jumper, yeah, dude. Oak's jump shot after a while became muddy. He had that, little, that little 15, 16 One spot footer. on the floor. Hey, muddy from there. But Hartenstein and Mitchell Robinson have zero off. Like, Hartenstein a little bit better. Yeah. But not like that. Like, no. you can't Shoot. That's and remember a, for years we heard that Mitch was coming to camp with a jump shot? Oh, God. I mean, yeah. for years. Yeah, from Mitch himself. Which, 
Oh, let me shoot more. I'm good. Okay. Uh, all right. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll come back. More Knicks calls on the other side. I can't wait to get some of the Super Bowl stuff. I do have one thing that I want to get to today regarding the Super Bowl, and then obviously throughout the course of the week as we get closer to the game, we'll unveil that as well. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Brandon Tierney, Salicata, back on the fan, continuing with your Knicks calls on this Super Bowl Monday. I got a little something for you here that I think you're going to like. You have no idea what I'm about to hit you with, but it's kind of all-encompassing for the New York sports scene. Obviously, talking heavy Knicks, as Sal just said, and we'll get back to these Knicks calls. And I'll do it as well. I want you to go first. In order of probability, I want you to rank which you think is most probable, one through four. Okay. I've got four sporting options for you. Okay. Number one. Knicks reach the finals. Number two, Rangers reach the cup finals. Number three, Judge hits 60 or more. Number four, Mets are a playoff team. I knew you'd like this, brother. Let's go. One through four, Knicks get to the finals. Rangers get to the cup. Judge bangs 60 or more. Mets make the playoffs. Okay, I'm going to do this process of elimination. Okay. I'm taking Judge out. Why? Because of the probability of injury? Yes. Okay, fair enough. I mean, obviously, he could hit 60 if he plays, you know, 100 games, but... Honestly, statistically speaking, that's the smart thing. Right, so I'm taking that one out. Fair enough. So you're going to put that four. I'm also going to take, and I... pains Bye-bye, me to say Rangers. this. Yeah. Okay. Pains me to say this, but I've seen too much bad. It's mm. it's not their year. They started out great. Chesterkin's been off. He's been a mess. He, they can't win the cup without him or get to a cup final without him being great. And there are other weaknesses there as well. So I'm eliminating the Rangers as okay. well. Okay. So down to the Knicks and the Mets. And what was the Mets one exactly? They just had to make the playoffs? Mets are a playoff team. Knicks reach the finals. What's what's more probable of the two? Yes. You put me to the yeah, test here. That's right. You're putting me to the test here. It's a well thought out uh, <sighs> equation that I've presented you. Now about. this is this is as we stand right now, or am I anticipating a big Knicks move? You can answer it however you want, but just let us know how you incorporate and what you incorporate and how you get there. Okay, my gut is telling me. My, there's a part of me that's trying to be logical and say, Sal. Yeah, it's especially pretty easy. Are, are the Knicks? Are the Knicks really going to the NBA Finals? I think it's the other part of the equation that. That's what. That's what my gut is. Messing you up, Sal. Are the Knicks really going to the NBA <laughs> I'd Finals? I say that about the Mets. Well, I think it's more <laughs> probable that a. You know, the odds are greater that even a lesser team gets in an expanded postseason. Okay. But as yeah, I asked true. as I asked myself this, you know, so can the Knicks really go to the NBA Finals, like beat the Bucs, beat the Celtics? It's probably a... Yes! Yes, they can, BT! They are going to make a big trade, and the New York Knicks, probably, of all those, will be in the NBA Finals. I like it. I mean, the I Mets like with their it. dinky bullpen moves. Come on, you think I can pick them to make the postseason? Uh, it seems like you were struggling to the point where you might. Uh, all right. to sell, BT. Nice job. No, now, I actually think the Mets could make it, but I think it's... No, no, it's all on order yeah. of, of you know, percentage of probability, so that's why I framed well, it that one way. Or two, there's one or two teams in the way for the Knicks. Yeah. That's it. The Celtics were in the way. Bucks. And the Bucks. That's it. I would think so. Now, 
The Knicks are also not so good where they can't lose to a mid-level seed. Of course. Let's be fair. The Cavs could beat them. We know that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, they'd be careful to get beat in the first round. Like like last year, it was a 4-5 matchup. The Cavaliers' youngs were, their young bigs, I should say, were, were overwhelmed. And, you know, they've grown a little bit this year. So those are four things. Knicks reach the finals. Rangers get to the cup. Judge bangs 60. Mets playoff team. So we got Sal's order. I would say number one. Oh man! Um, you have to put Knicks. You just yes, you do. No, yeah. I, you do. You, I'm just. I would put Knicks one. What are you ruling out first? I would put Judge two. Although yeah. I understand why you did that. I was going to ask that's you. Smart. I was going to ask you. What are you ruling out first? Would it be the Mets? Uh, Rangers. Rangers will be the last option. I just don't like the way they look here. Yeah. I, and they then you know listen. You've said what that. If I, I've said that. What if I changed it? Because we know your answer. You would say Knicks first. You said Judge too. That's where Correct. we're really different. And then Mets. Ah, uh, and then still Rangers. Then Mets. What if I? What if I changed it and said Pete hits, or something with Pete? Pete gets instead traded, of a Mets team Pete, accomplishment. Yeah. Frame it however you want. Well, I was just thinking Pete hit fifty five, but I'm gonna go. Let's say Pete gets traded. More probable Pete gets traded or Judge hit sixty. Yeah, that's a tough one. More probable, Judge does it again. We're close to it. and Or Pete gets dealt. I think it is slightly more probable that Pete gets dealt. I do believe that. I think it's more probable, period, than that, Judge that gets, 60. Yeah. I mean, 60 is so hard. I, I would mean, even say Judge 50. Yeah. If you want to just lower just to show you that, I think that there's a greater chance that Pete will get dealt rather than Judge having an historic season. That would be a big topic, obviously, uh, throughout the think? course. Hey, look, and, and I was thinking about this again over the weekend. You know, we didn't we, – we're not the ones who put him on the block, although you could say that you you would trade him, and I certainly understand why. But the reality is there were talks about him being available last year, mm-hmm. and there has been no extension. Mm-hmm. He hired a different agent, yep. one who's uh, notorious for going to get every last penny. They haven't added to the core, which tells you they might be preparing to strip the core down. Like, like all the signs yeah. are there that they're telling you without telling. Now, when when push comes to shove, I still believe Pete will be a long-term Met. I just firmly believe that they're going to say that the value of him being a lifelong Met is worth whatever additional they have to pay. And I, I more so believe it because I don't think any team is going to blow Pete away mm-hmm. like he thinks. Mm-hmm. That's why I really think. I, I don't think he's going to have the value on the open market enough to get him away. Like DeGrom did. DeGrom yeah. had that on the open market. So he got it from the Rangers. Yeah. If that happens again, Pete's a goner. But it's not. I don't believe it's going to happen. Anyway, point is, all the signs are there. Mm-hmm. The Met fans maybe don't want to believe it, but the reality is is that the signs are there. All right, Anthony is calling from Keyport, New Jersey. What's up, Ant? Hey, guys. What's going on? How are you? How are you, Ant? Hey, buddy. But before I get to my point, I just think it's amazing that we're at the point now that we're talking about Knicks basketball this much. It's just insane how great it is to be able to talk about Knicks basketball, meaningful basketball after all the years of misery. Agreed. Because oh, if, you, if you think about it, Anthony, the majority of the time – over the last two decades, has been talking about what's next. Draft picks, coaches, what stars they could get, hoping. Now we're talking about yeah. meaningful Knicks basketball. You're exactly right. And, guys, I am – listen, I've been thinking about this. I've been saying it from the get-go. I'm all in on DeRozan. 49 him, matchup money, a couple draft picks. We can't hold on to these picks anymore. They turn into crap most of the time. Yep. What, the thing that drives me crazy about the Knicks is the, the end of the game. 
Our two guys get sloppy with the basketball. They miss free throws at the end of the game sometimes. DeRozan doesn't do those things. He does not get sloppy. He does not miss free throws. And he is money mid-range. And those are the things that bother me about Randall and Brunson. They get sloppy at the end of the game. Yeah, well, 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 I mean, Randall more more than Brunson. I don't know that we need to throw Brunson on the same Uh, line of sloppiness as Randall. Listen, if you watch Brunson in some of these games at the end, I watch every second. No, I got you. I'm just saying, yeah. And he misses a lot of free throws in the fourth quarter. Yes. Yeah, he's still still at 84% on the season. So how many free throws can you miss in the fourth quarter uh, and still have that that high-level percentage? Though I, I do grant you... He's missed a couple of key ones, and I would like to see the disparity clutch free throw percentage. I'm sure it's easily findable. Uh, I just can't, I'm not going to do it right now, but I'd like to see his regular season number versus the clutch free throw performance. Can I say this too? And it, it you guys me. are making me want DeRozan now. DeRozan, I'm I know you, he's, he's a closer. He's good, I get it. No, I know. I know he's a great player. Cheaper. I, I still think Murray's better. At Fair, this no, point. he is because he's too around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. Younger. He's a right. lot younger. He's uh, 27 versus 34. And, and I'm not concerned about what you have to give up. That means nothing to me. Well, that's where you and I differ. Well, why? Because you get one stash. You got one pot that you've collected for years to throw it in the wrong direction. I'm not saying Murray's the wrong direction. I'm not saying he's the, the wrong, but to not put it in the perfect spot would be a little bit mismanagement. You worked this hard. I was going to just just to finish the thought. I, I It hit me a few times this year. And I saw an article today, and it just reinforced it. I don't know about you guys. I've got a deeper appreciation for Mike Bream. Uh, he's always been amazing. I think Mike Bream, and there's a lot of him in this town, certainly Rosen with the Rangers, and, and Gary's great with the Mets. I have a lot of talented play-by-players, uh-huh. right? I personally like Kay. Not everybody does. I right. do. He's also a friend, so I like him in that regard. But I look at the the broadcast team, right? And listening to to Breen all these years, doing these big high NBA finals, you know, Steph, Durant, Clay Thompson, Kobe, and the Knicks have been so irrelevant that it's it's almost like I hear him, but I don't because I'm so dissatisfied all these years. Like it's going to sound dumb because I'd never forgot how great Breen is, but now that the Knicks are really good, hearing Breen at the top of his game with the Knicks and not just the the national stuff. It's kind of reminded me, not that I needed it, but it's reminded me how amazing Mike Breen is. I think it's he 20, is the best. 25 years, I believe, too, I've been seeing on yeah, social media. 25 and Clyde. Clyde together. 25? Yeah. 25? Great. And, you know, took over for Marv, right? right oh, after? yeah. I know that was my one knock was that, well, he's great, but he's not Marv. And I loved Marv. But Breen is, you know, arguably the best ever. So. Yep. Uh, and, and we should be thankful that we have that as Nick fans. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll come back, get more of your calls. We're talking Knicks, baby. I don't care if it's Super Bowl week. We don't care. We'll get to the Super Bowl, sure. Niners and Chiefs, we're in New York. We're talking Knicks basketball on the fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched it up. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salakata, back on The Fan. We'll continue with your Knicks calls and fun talking Knicks all day as... You know, I, I know the, the term the Knicks are back has been used, and we've talked Knicks a little bit before, BT. It's different this time. The Knicks from now on, you know, you mentioned this, I think, last week or two weeks ago. They're going to be must-watch from now on. They're, they're a talking point. Like, not to break down each game, but ahead of the trade deadline, certainly following the trade deadline, waiting to see when guys get back healthy here and seeing what this team could do as far as where they finish up seeding. And then in the postseason, it's going to be reacting basically every night to that, which I can't wait for. 
Did you happen to watch the Grammys at all last night? Uh, little snippets. My daughter wanted to see uh, Taylor Swift, so it was on. Full disclosure, Daddy checked out for a little bit, did a little YouTube on an old WWE uh, shoot interview. Oh, okay. Which one? Uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine's uh, pulled back the curtain a little bit. So I was. Who, who was he ripping? Anybody? Everybody. Ripping? Nah, he, he's actually pretty fair. <laughs> but I like that old school stuff. And I just had a little time. Right. I'm like, let me just do that. But I I, I watched very, very little, but uh, I, I know a little bit what happened. So I did not watch. I don't watch I, any shows like that anymore. Yeah, I just. Not that I. I mean, I was just busy doing stuff, whatever, maybe. It was serious stuff going on. It's not high on my list. I yeah, don't care. Me, I know the songs I know and whatever. Here's what I was going to bring up about it, though, and it pertains to the Super Bowl, and this is what I was talking about a little bit earlier when I teased this. Mm -hmm. You you said your daughter watched because of Taylor Swift, Taylor, she loves her, yeah. Loves Taylor Swift. And I love Taylor Swift. Was was Travis Kelsey on hand? I didn't see him. He wasn't there, right? Hoff, did you watch the Grammys? I do not believe he was there. No, I did not watch it. Okay. I don't believe Kelsey was there. I think you're right. Yeah, no, because I saw him come off the plane. So he was not there. So, So why... Is it acceptable for him to not be there? Mm-hmm. But Taylor, like in any relationship, I don't care how famous you are, there's no way Taylor Swift should be tailing him around every city that he goes to to play in these games, regular season, postseason, and he can't show up for the Grammys? Well, he had to travel with the team for the Super Bowl. Dude, dude, come on. Did he no. have to? Yes, I think it was probably uh, mandatory. The game's, not, the game's not till Sunday. It's yeah, a week but away. You know what they do? They, they can't fly take out. a couple hours to go. So what do you mean? I they know what they do. Sequester, you know, at some remote. I I think it was a team oriented thing, and I don't even think it was an option. Get there before. Get there. Have you make it an option? How come she can go around the world to see him play football, but the Grammys, which is the Super Bowl for what she does? Yep, yep. He can't go there to support her, even if it's for an hour. Like. Either tell your team, hey, I'll meet you afterward. Okay. Where were the Grammys? In L.A.? I'm I imagine so. Where were the, Hoff, so. do you even know, Dove? Any of you guys know where the Grammys even were? No uh, L.A. They were in L.A. The last time Dove watched the Grammys, Stevie uh, Wonder was like five years into his career. All right. Well, still. All right. The Grammys are in L.A., which is what I thought. The Super Bowl is in Vegas. Yeah. You could drive. That's not that far. Like, you, you could drive yeah. a few hours. It's inexcusable to me that Travis Kelsey did not show up for his girlfriend, who's shown up everywhere he's been playing one of these games. Well, I mean, what are you saying? So, okay, so if I can further unpack this, what yeah. you're really saying, that she's a better girlfriend than he is a boyfriend? Yeah. Is that where, that's where you're going? Yeah. And okay, I mean, I'm that, saying that seems think, a little bit of a, a, think, of a leap. I, I, I don't know the inner, out, you know, inner workings of this relationship, yeah, yeah, sure. but... I think it's in trouble based on this. Oh, stop. Now, I did see somewhere. I, I didn't watch it. Trouble. I do. I do think I it's think in trouble. They really, I think they're really into each other, man. I think they're going to get married. I, I think she it's real. She didn't even thank him for one of her speeches I heard. So That's what, what I read. She didn't, what do you mean? Did he, did he so write what? the songs? I mean, what the BT, hell? BT. What? Of all the relationship you've been in, especially with your wife, right? Like before you got married. Yeah. You win an award like that. You Your ass is thanking your wife. I mean, you know, you, you're sleeping in a... I and mean, you're sleeping outside if you're not thanking your wife. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. No, so, listen, even when I did the marriage baseball speech, I, 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 well, I talked about my wife and my you're kids. Married, yeah, whatever. But still, like, sure. It, but even then, when you're dating, eh. like, if any, eh. come on, that's a forever moment, dude. So, as much as I think it's real, and some people don't, I, I truly believe it's real, and I truly, truly believe that they're into each other and they love each other. You know, it's a forever moment. If you talk about Travis Kelsey, and in a month he dumps you. You look like a fool. What, it's not or a for- you dump him. It's not a forever moment, her chasing him around wherever well, he's going to these games? It's not as... Him talking about Taylor Swift all the time? Permanently seared in the 
I don't know. The cutting. I don't know. It's just. Hey, this is a bad job by Kelsey. No, it's not See, a here, bad here's job. Here's the problem, though, right? So he has to take the team plane. Like, he has to. Got to. Because that's part of it. Like, the, you're part of the team. You take the team plane to Vegas. They landed at uh, 8.50 Eastern time. So, what, 5.50 Vegas time? Okay. It takes four hours to drive to the crypto arena. Well, what about at. a plane or a helicopter? What, he can't afford it? Well, Come not. on, dude. You guys are making excuses here. Set the team flight early. Andy well, Reid is pointing Taylor Swift out like, I'm sure that they're going to have been like, hey, it's a special night for her. I know we're in the Super Bowl. Like, I'm not going to do anything stupid. I won't go party. Hmm. Uh, Grammys are every year. Super Bowl comes once a year. Well, the Chiefs but, are in it every year. But then, what do you but mean? It's not a guarantee. It's a guarantee uh, for her. She's going to be at the Grammys yeah, Figure it out. Figure oh. it she out. won 13 awards. And I know he said, he's, you know, he said, I guess, last week or whatever that he couldn't make it. Um, she's coming in from Japan, I think, to go to the Super Bowl. She's she, did she say she's going to be there? I believe she is. I've, I've, the talk is that she has a show in Japan on I think Saturday. Yeah, with the the, the way that the timing works, it's going to work out. She, she should, should be the landing sometime Saturday morning. night or morning or something. Sun, like that. Sunday yeah. morning, the oh. day of the game, morning. She's going to yeah. make it. Oh, see, if I'm her, I say, you know what? I'm sorry. Yeah, Trav. unless you really, I don't know, love him. Does he love her? <laughs> yes! get, get your ass to the Grammys. So here's the thing. This is what I find they consistent. Next year he's not going to have a chance to get to the Grammys because their relationship is going to be over. Well, he's not going to have a chance to get to the Super Bowl next year because the Jets are going to bust that ass. Oh, That's what's going to yeah, really happen. Are you We're saying get revenge on the game we should have won this year? Are what? you saying that Taylor Swift loves Kelsey more than Kelsey loves her? That's I'm what saying, he's saying. Basically. I'm, no, no. Yes. Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying Kelsey is not doing his part in the relationship. As the man in this spot. Your girlfriend, who you love dearly, been traveling around to see you week in, week in. She went to Buffalo. Buffalo. Nobody wants to go to Buffalo. She went to Buffalo to watch him play a football game, and he can't go to the Grammys to support her? You're, so You're not doing your job. He's not doing his job. You're so wrong. Logistics. Logistics matter. They, no, you know what's no, funny? Don't. This is inconsistent here because and everybody, well, not everybody, I guess those who are just naturally predisposed to be miserable and don't want to see good people happy, but, and there's too many of those people I'm in the world. I'm rooting for them. I'm not saying you're yeah. one of them, but this is a bit of an odd take on your end. I will I will say that. Um, those were, a lot of people were saying, wow, God, she's stealing the show and mm-hmm. she's, you know, she's complicating the, the Chiefs' pursuit of a championship. No, no, no. All she did was to go watch and cheer him. If he actually didn't travel to the Super Bowl with his team to go and support her at the Grammys, uh, then actually he would be compromising the togetherness of the team. And that then it would actually apply. Like, then their relationship would be getting in the way of the main goal. She didn't have anything What's to, the main goal? Well, the main goal for the Chiefs is to win. The main goal for her is to have a great night. But oh, when she went to Buffalo and all the other games, even when she came to MetLife to watch the Jet game on that uh, on the, on the primetime game, she didn't have anything that she had to do. She wasn't missing anything. She was free. She loves him. She jumped in. Of course, she got shown 30,000 times on TV. Yeah. He has something to do. It's not that it's more important than what she has to do. It's that he has something to do. Yeah, I have an issue with this. I don't think he's doing his part. Make an effort. Make an effort, Maybe bro. he did, and maybe he was rebuffed by, by the organization. You don't know that. One last thing, too. Oh. Here's the thing. Travis Kelsey's career is not going to be lasting that much longer in the NFL. Right. Am I correct? Yeah. I mean, even if it's like an analyst or whatever, he's got a couple, few more years left in the NFL. She's going to be an artist for the rest of her life. Yeah. She's going to go on. Look at Madonna. So look what? At what does that mean? This is never ending for sure. her. It's yeah. the least he can do is support her. She's been she's traveling be all over. She's going to be there in 20 Come years. Come on, and you're also not putting yourself in this spot. 
I mean, you put yourself in, in that relationship. You wouldn't want to make her feel as special as possible any chance you could get. The biggest night of the year for her for what she does. Yeah. You don't think she'd want to support? I don't care what she says or what song she sings or how much she wins. And I, I do think that there's a part of her that's understanding. You don't think there's a part of her that's like, oh, I wish you were here. Make it happen. But I can't answer that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what do you mean you can't answer that? Because I don't really know what she's thinking. He couldn't. Dude. I mean, listen. You've dated how many girls? Like, you don't know what she's thinking? Well, you know what face, she's thinking? That's the problem with women. They usually don't know what they're thinking. You because know, what you think they're thinking is the exact opposite. No, you know I don't she, know what she's th- thinking. This is a pretty simple <laughs> one. You know what she's thinking. I wish you were here. Why are Maybe. Or maybe she's just so thrilled that her man is getting ready to win a Super Bowl, at the very least play for one, that she understands that logistically it's just it's not feasible. And, I also, and maybe she loves him so much and maybe she's so comfortable with their union, that she doesn't need that symbolic showing yeah. publicly to reaffirm how they feel about each but other. But he does. She's got to go to every game. I don't game. think that he's dragging her there. I think she's just going. She's got to go to every game. Well, she doesn't have to. She wants to. Who wants to go to Buffalo? Playoffs or not? Like, it's one thing if it's Kansas City. One thing if it's the Super Bowl, AFC Championship. She's going to Buffalo. She was there for regular season games. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I thought that was weak on his part. Wow. Right. BT and Sal. Boy, I didn't think that would really chap you the way it did. Yeah. Not a big deal. Dude. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Publicly, she's everywhere for him. Mm-hmm. The one public thing she has, he's at, oh, I'm sorry. I got a week to go before the game. I, <laughs> I got, what was he doing? Sleep in his hotel? I yes. Mean, yeah, go to the go to the thing. It's three hours away. <laughs> it's four hours. Figure it out. Car. Corey is in Manalpa, New Jersey. What's up, Corey? Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call. Just uh you know, I've been listening to the Nick talk, and my, and I'm not a, a, a I'm a bit, I'm a Nick fan from the old days. I called the other day and said how I love the uh, the Reeds and the Frasers, and now I'm getting into it because my children are telling me you got to watch it, and I'm I'm watching it, so I really do like the team makeup. But I think they're going to go a different way. Mm. I think they're going to look at a, a shooter like Joe Harris from Detroit, who was a, just a shooter. I, mean, I don't think he's much else. And this kid from Washington, who's a big uh, gaffey. I just think that that's the way they're going to... Yeah, but the only problem, Corey, the, the Gafford name's been thrown out. The only issue, though, is you're going to probably have Mitch come back. You're going to have three bigs. I mean, now, if you don't know that, that Mitch will be, and they might not, so it's a calculated roll of the dice, a little bit of a risk here, but if they think that they've got you know, Mitchell Robinson coming back for 20-something minutes and six fouls. And Isaiah Hartenstein, who's been a revelation at 15 rebounds Saturday night. And he's going to make a gazillion dollars in free agency. I don't know if that's the more pressing need. I think it's I think it's shooter. I think it's backup point guard. Yeah, that's I mean, they, they, to me, I don't know, not just, not just specific shooter. I want an upgrade over what they have. Again, I know it's positionless basketball a lot now. But what I view as the two-guard I, they need another presence there. They need to upgrade over, to me, Grimes specifically, and then not just an upgrade over McBride because I like him, but a veteran point guard. Yep. And I'll, I don't want to give up McBride, but if you have to in a Murray trade, all right, you, you do it. Yeah, and, I'm, you know, I'm, that, down, I'm down on him. Yeah, that would I'm be down on, on who? Uh, I'm, part, on, uh, I'm talking Quentin about McBride Grimes. and Grimes. Well, Grimes for sure is going to go. Yeah, I'm down on Grimes. I thought he had a chance to be a stud. I, I don't see it. Yeah. Now, ideally, ideally, I'd like to give up Grimes and all the picks and keep McBride. Maybe they could do that. But I, I do think they need a, ves- a veteran presence off the bench, point guard wise. Uh, Anthony calling from Harlem. What's up, Ant? What's up, boys? I'm yeah. fired up about the Knicks, man. But I, I got to weigh in on this Travis Kelsey thing. Okay, listen, I'm telling you what this is. This guy's a 34-year-old pro athlete who's had women throwing themselves out of his whole life. 
and he's on the merry-go-round, okay? And here's the reality of the situation, bro. In five years, you'd be lucky to have a job in TV, okay? This girl's worth $2 billion. She said she loves you. How could you not be at the Grammys, bro? Because you got to take a plane from Kansas City to Vegas. Uh, but Ant, you're assuming, Ant, you're assuming that the Chiefs would let him go. And listen, who the hell knows? And it doesn't. I don't even. Care. I mean, I react to it, but it doesn't bother me one way or the other. But I, I also think you're selling Travis Kelsey's short life in the spotlight or shelf life. Pardon me, very short in the spotlight. Yeah, he'll be done as a player in two in a year or two, whatever it is. They're gonna be every network's gonna be knocking down his door to get him in the studio for big money. Yeah, you but, kidding me? but he's still nowhere near Taylor Swift level. Oh, I understand. He's Nobody worth $2 is two billion dollars, guys. She's the most <laughs> famous girl in, in the world, maybe the most famous person in the world. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Like he, how could you not be there for her? I just it, it like everything that's in me says that that's wrong. Especially yeah. that she was there for you every step of the way. Even so, you should be. It's her, It's the biggest night of the year for your partner who you say you love, and you're not going to show up. Busy. Make He's going to throw it up, Sal. But whatever. Beginning good, of the good end. Good for him or bad for him. Whatever. Yeah. Right. So, guys, my next point, quick. This is my question for you guys: Who is the best player available at the deadline? That's a great question. Well, it's 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 Murray, and then I'd probably say a combination and lower on the level would be DeRozan, maybe Levine, Zach Levine. Well, he's I hurt say those now, are the right? three. Yeah, yeah, but hurt, I'd say those yeah. are probably the three. But to me, it's it's Dejounte Murray. Yeah, and and the bottom line is this: he's a, a very good defender. He's an All NBA defender. He can score twenty five a night. And if you are where the Knicks are, which is like, in my opinion, on the precipice of becoming an NBA Finals team, then you go for it. And I don't want to hear Knicks fans talking about first-round picks. To that, I say Kevin Knox, Obi Toppin, Frederick Weiss. Forget those picks. Frank Nielakina. Yeah. to me. Yeah. They mean Frank Nielakina. Oh my God! Especially at this nothing. point, Anthony. Especially at this point, I'm not going to dismiss first-round picks. But especially, and thank you for the call. Good stuff, Ann. Especially at this point, PT. Mm-hmm. It's not about the picks, and it's not about Grimes. So, what is your biggest concern that Murray's not the perfect fit? Okay, well yes. then you reassess after this year. And you you look to move him in the offseason if he's not. He's still an asset. Yeah. The Hawks just made a move to get him. There's still, there's still great value in him as a player. Maybe he'll fit somewhere else better. The Knicks aren't going to make a stupid move that prevents them from competing for a championship in this window. However, right now, you got to go all in. And I think that that move would be all in. How would you measure, I don't know if this is a perfect comparison here, but think about, and I, and I know that some Met fan, I know Evan was high on this, and, and I, I didn't really understand why and I'm not getting on Evan I just remember his take here when the Mets got you know Darren Ruff and Vogel back and they two years ago mm-hmm. they needed a big bat and Met fans most of them were irate like what are we doing here and and we know how that worked out not well um a lack of activity here by the Knicks how do you think that will be processed by the fans compared think, to how maybe Met fans or even some Yankee fans? Go ahead. I think disappointment. I don't think they're going to be angry. Yeah. I think disappointment. Because I still think they have enough to compete. Mm-hmm. I, I just want the move that's going to put them over the top. Like, we all know that they could be an Eastern Conference Finals or an NBA Finals team if everything breaks right. Likely, though, we also know that it's likely not going to be the case with this current structure. Before I forget, because we were talking about the Grammys before, I just ironically watched something over the weekend, kind of stumbled on it on Netflix. Uh, remember the song We Are the World, right? Of course. Yeah, yeah. All right, so for famine in, in Africa. Mm-hmm, yeah. So they they had a documentary on Netflix, how that whole thing came together. And it was after the Grammys, how you know Quincy Jones and Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. Lionel Richie, who hosted the Grammys that night, I mean, Cindy Lauper, th- these are the biggest, the big. 
and it was so quiet that they you know they they basically went from the Grammys to this studio that they that they rented and how they just built the song from nothing like it was Michael Jackson uh, and and Lionel Richie kind of just laying down some sort of a mm-hmm. just a musical template and then Quincy taking the different pitches like Bruce and Paul Simon and all the legendary iconic figures in music and trying to see where their like their octave their range musically could fit within the part of the song dude it was one of the most amazing documentaries I've ever seen like everybody knows about Michael's right. brilliance Quincy Jones's brilliance like and I know it as well historically but to see it applied in a room with 70 of the most famous artists Bob Dylan was there dude if you're into music Netflix it was awesome it let's, was really good. Let's get one more in before the break. Chofi is calling from Marlboro, New Jersey. What's up, Chofi? Chof. Yo, what's up? How you guys doing today? How are you, Chofi? What's happening, buddy? Nah, nothing. I just wanted to chime in quick on this whole thing with Kelsey, and this is the viewpoint. You know, everybody's got everybody's got personal lives and business lives, you guys know. So let's say Andy Reid's wife had to receive some type of an award. Of course Andy Reid would go there. And if Andy Reid and the Chiefs didn't like the fact that he was going to go to the Grammys, guess what? You cut him, you tell him he's not playing in the Super Bowl, right? If they do that, they upset the apple cart. There's two things I guarantee that come out of this. The first thing, Kelsey will never see another Grammys. Well, he didn't see one anyway. But he'll never see a Grammys again. And if by fluke, he actually sees a Grammys and they get married. It's definitely prenuptial. No doubt about well, it. That's and another a thing, boys. Uh, wait, one point. more thing. Yeah. Another thing. There's no doubt he's a fool for doing what he did and not going to show up at her Super Bowl like you guys were saying. Oh. But at the end of the day, she's worth more money than anything and she could buy the Chiefs. So he ain't too smart. Yeah. I, I got news Thanks for you, Joe. Listen, appreciate you know the... The financial imbalance between the two, yeah. what she's worth versus what he's worth. I mean, the, cynic, the cynicism is really a sad reflection of society. What do you mean, the cynicism? About they're them they're not going to get married. Well, not I mean, odds are they're not. Right away, it equates to prenup. And I know that that's part of the arrangement. You make that much money, of course, you got to get that on paper, no doubt. But the money and this. Can't two famous people just fall in love? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they, could, they could fall in love, but... It also doesn't have to last. Jay-Z and Beyonce is still going. Yeah. It's been a long time. They're still going. Yeah, I mean, but that's a back and forth, uh, you know, give and take relationship. Uh, oh, yeah. Boy, so, man, Seems right now, Kelsey's all about take, 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 take. Well, let's Taylor's face it, the one who's going to see him play. I don't I, understand it. It's the one chance he could have to go see her on the award show. Right, let's go for what it is. So if you're right and, and Kelsey's the one doing all the take, take, take right now, good. Get it in because once you get married, all you do is give, give, yeah. give. So, dude, smart <laughs> yeah. move. Take. Take. He ain't going to see that. Keep taking. We'll have call of the day coming up on the other side. Plus, give away a Dunkin' Donuts gift card. And more of your calls on the Knicks and whatever else it is you want to discuss on this Monday. BT and Sal on the fan. Call us. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Call of the Day with Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata on The Fan. Today's Call of the Day is brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely, choose Ramsey Mazda. Dino is calling from South Plainfield. What's up, Dino? Dino! The Knicks need another superstar. And for the simple fact, this is what I'm going to say this for. Because generally, we know in the playoffs, role players do not play well on the road. Yep. You know, generally, so they, yep. They generally speaking. The season, when it comes to the road playoff games, they're not that good. 
Miami has a ton of experience no matter what they've done in the season. They show up in the playoffs. Boston is a great team. Randall hasn't proven nothing in the playoffs. Even Tom Thibodeau has not proven that he's a good coach in the playoffs. His team, the Bulls, they had one of the best teams that year, and they couldn't get past Miami in that first year. If they don't get a superstar, Jalen Brunson is not Michael Jordan and LeBron James. He's not going to carry the team during the playoffs. No, no, he he has to. They can think that they can go to the championship without another superstar. No, Dino, that's not what we're talking about here. They they do have a superstar. It's Jalen Brunson. Another superstar. No, no, no. No, Julius Randle's an all-star three of the last four years. Forget Michael Jordan. Forget Michael Jordan. I love this. Oh, he's not Michael Jordan. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Get lost, We need Will Chamberlain. Yeah, exactly. Where's Bill Russell? I mean, he's not Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. He's not Michael Jordan. Oh, oh, wow. Might as well pack it in. Might as well quit as a Knicks fan. He's not Michael Jordan. Not LeBron James. I mean, geez, come on, dude. Get, get real. Get real. <laughs> Boy, that set you off. It did set I didn't you off. See that I'm it's so dismissive. Uh, I will admit, I for some reason, I did I did lose it a little quickly. Because you're crazy. Out. That's why. Well, but also, it's like, as simple as that. Th- think about what we're saying if you get to a point in sports talk where it's like, well, he's not Michael Jordan. Yeah. Okay, so then why bother? Oh, he's not LeBron James, not Michael Jordan. Okay, uh-huh, uh-huh. so then let's just quit. Let's quit caring or talking about anything until you get the the next greatest player to ever play the sport, right? Like, oh well, yeah, Judge is great, but yeah, he's not Babe Ruth, he's not Joe DiMaggio. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, dude. Got any bets on that list or, or no? Yeah, no, I don't. By go, the way, just keep going down the Yankee list. Before we get into we a little baseball a note, we'll take a. Uh, we'll get back to your calls here. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Before we get into a baseball note, did you <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah, did you see Doc was at the Nick game Saturday night? Why couldn't? Yeah, no, I didn't see that. They showed Doc. He was at the game Saturday night. Remember, I was at a party, so the game was right. on. So yeah, I, you know, you right. turn to have a conversation. Had, I think it, it might have even been before, right before the game okay. got started. Like they were showing people Atta in boy, the crowd. Dwight. And I was like, "That's awesome, Doc." And then I said to myself, they better not. Oh, they better not. The former Yankee great? Oh, dude. Like they did with Darren? I don't know if they did. They Ooh. didn't show that on the game. I think they just they had him billed as like New York's, you know, whatever. Former New York. New York, New York yeah, baseball whatever, legend. Right. That's what it should say for the guys like that. New York baseball legend. Right. That's it. But I, it did cross my mind, man, if they uh. if they did the Yankee thing like they did with Daryl, I'd flip out. Okay. Well, I can promise you, by the way, that people were there that actually saw it. Because if you missed it, the Daryl stuff was, I guess they played the Yes theme music. And it was presented more as a Yankee great. Which, obviously, understandably, chaps the, the Met fans, including my partner. Mm-hmm. And maybe they learned their lesson. If they didn't uh, indeed make that mistake with Daryl, not again. But... Boy, if they did make that mistake, please alert me. Oh, I would like to have, like no, to have a little fun dude. with that one as well. Now, that what were you going to say, man? Okay, so there's some baseball news here. Jeff Passan reporting that Bobby Witt Jr., the shortstop for the Royals here, uh, signed an extension, 11-year, $288.7 million extension. Monster wow, monster contract for Bobby Wood Jr. Good for the Royals. Good for baseball That's to have. That's awesome. And he gets 23 years old. It'll be 24 this year. You, you lock him up. Your future star. Oh, hold on one sec. So yeah. Hoff, Hoff is saying that there's three options. The total could actually balloon to $377 million. Yes. Thank okay. you, Hoff. So I'm glad Hoff is chiming in here because this is where I was going to get to. Huh. I have an issue with, with something Hoff did in regards to this. Well, what else is new? We always he, have issues with he Hoff. He tweeted out. Now? Hoff then tweeted out in regards to this Bobby Wood Jr. news. Pete Alonso will get at least $250 million oh, this offseason. Hoff, what the hell does this have to do with Pete Alonso? I'm just thinking that as far as Bobby Wood Jr., good job. He's a young kid. His numbers haven't completely... He had a good season last year. I'm not going to take it away. Very he, good season. Versatile, shortstop, all that other stuff. Pete Alonso 
is going to have a monster comeback season this year. He's going to hit 50 home runs. He's going to put up the normal numbers he normally does. Right. His batting average is going to be much better than it was last year. Not going to be 225. And as a free agent, he's going to manipulate a contract of 250, at least $250 right. million. But you realize that these two have nothing to do with each other. Yes and no. Well, who do you want to know? They have, they have zero in common. Who's this, who's this competition besides Soto? Who else is a competition as far as free agency goes? No, no, but but the point is they signed Witt Jr. because he's a shortstop. He is a 23-year-old yes. kid. Oh, I get it. Yes. I, I understand that the, the kid part of it is a huge part. Like the, the, whole, the whole issue with Alonzo is his age, his position. I'm not saying he's going to make $400 million. I'm saying he's going to make $250 million. I'm Guess not, what? When Aaron Judge, and I'm only really right. comp- comping it, is because Aaron Judge hit free agency around the same time. And all I heard was, Ah, he's not going to make $300 million. He's not going to make this. Right, he's not going to make right. that. He made almost $400 million. Let's be serious. Right. Was he not that far off from that? My, my, not, I'm not my, saying he's going to make $400 million. I'm saying he's making $250. And, and I'm not saying you're wrong for saying Pete's going to make $250, although I don't think it'll be quite that high. But I'm not saying that's off. What I'm saying is the the two have nothing to do with each because other. Because of the position. But I'm just talking about financial base. You could still he's – he's got options – well, there might be options included in Pete Alonso's contract, but regardless, he's going to see a bill of two fifty. I think that both of you guys are kind of right now because what when Sal when apparently and I didn't see the tweet, but when you saw Hoff's tweet, he retweeted it. That's how I saw the. I got you. Yeah. I'll take a look at it after. He obviously was connecting dots that not necessarily you thought were connectable right. because no, Pete's not twenty three. He's not in the middle of the infield. He didn't steal fifty bases last year. He's a totally different profile type of player. Um, so I, I think you're probably more from a baseball analysis where Hoff is simply saying, it, and Hoff of them wrote, because I'm kind of with Hoff on this, I wouldn't give Pete Alonso 250, but I think there's a chance he gets closer to right. 250 than than some people do, whether it's here or somewhere else. So it's not about wit, yeah. it's just about the totality of the exactly, money. Exactly, 100%. No, I, I don't think right. it's that bad. Right, no, I just don't understand. What, I, I don't understand well, the you. two. Yeah. You like you could Hoff could have tweeted on any day. <laughs> what an endorsement! I yeah. don't think it was that bad. Hoff, I don't say it was good. He could have tweeted this on any day and it would have been fine. Yeah. I don't have a problem with what he said. Well, he's trying to you know he's always trying to you know yeah, force well, himself into the yeah. conversation. I'm now just, I got I, hold on. Wait, quick, wait, quick, just to to pay this off. I yeah. got a uh, I got a tweet. Here. I got a, a text message. Yeah, somebody in the business. Okay, good friend. Uh, when they showed Doc, they played Meet the Mets. I was there at the go. game. There you go. Oh, and Jumbotron, this is new. Jumbotron, listen to him as New York Met, New York Yankee with the World Series years. He won uh, both teams, but he was definitely recognized as a Met. There you go. So there the Garden go. learned from their they mistake. Learned because we called them out well, on the Daryl stuff. I mean. Oh, we went pretty hard on that. I would oh, imagine they heard it on some, some level. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. We'll come back, give away a Dunkin' Donuts gift card when we return and finish up with your calls. We'll get the Knicks stuff in. Kelsey, whatever else is on your mind on this Super Bowl Monday. Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata, back on the fan. Time to give away a little Dunkin' right now. Right now, be caller number 13 at 866-540-WFAN. That's 866-540-9326 for your chance to win a $100 Dunkin' gift card. This is from our friends at Dunkin'. Football Mondays on WFAN runs on Dunkin'. BT, when we left on Friday, you texted me 
about the passing of Carl Weathers. Mm. And, you know, obviously it's sad. What was he, 76? 76. Now, do you know him at all for anything other than Apollo Creed? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Like what? Give me give me your recent example. Well, Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, okay. Well, well, course, all right, I just want to make sure. Right. Well, what, dude, what do you think, yeah. I'm 90? No, no, no. Jeez. I don't think he's 90. I mean, I just want to make sure that... No, I mean... Well, when you texted me, it was about Apollo. Well, because that's what... what do you, right. do, did you like him better as Chubbs? Or did yeah. you like him better well, as Chubbs. Apollo? I mean, I, I just remember him as Chubbs as well. Dude, he's you great. got me a Rocky Tap shirt. Just tap it in. You tap, tap, tap. I got your Rocky. I know we love Rocky. Come on. I don't know anybody that loves Rocky as much as I do other than you. Right, I know. And I mean, our whole generation loves it. But you and I are nuts with the Rocky. I know. The Rocky um, ah, conglomerate. I mean, and I'll tell you this, too. I can't prove it. But with a different actor, like, Rocky still would have been, I think, I think Rocky? Did you see Stallone? I did. What he said? Yeah, it was awesome. Without Carl Weathers, but Carl... I don't know if it's quite the iconic status that it is with him. Like, he he was perfect. I didn't know he played in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. Do you remember him as a player? No, no, no I, don't. Okay. I do not right. remember him as a player. But you knew he that. Was, I did know that. I knew that for a long time. He was perfect. First of all, his charisma, Rocky had, especially, I mean, before Rocky started taking whatever he started taking, it was like shredded. Yeah. Like Rocky one, Rocky two. Rocky had no body. Rocky had no speech charisma, no camera charisma, uh, I should say. And Apollo Creed carried that in that department. Even during the fight sequence, yeah. he was so, just so believable. Like, oh, my. And then in Rocky Four, right before he dies, the music, the soundtrack, James Brown coming out. Just right, but I would argue. They're running on the beach. There is no tomorrow. I don't know. I remember. I know. Oh. I remember. Like, I, never, I don't love Rocky Three. I mean, I love them all, but I don't love Rocky Three as much as others. I loved Rocky Four, but I loved... You know, after Apollo passed away, how Rocky rebuilt himself. Me too. I loved, Me too. I loved Rocky Balboa, which is, you know. Me too. You know, one of the great movies to me of the, of the series. Back to the streets, back to his humble yeah, roots. No, right. me, me too. You me know, too. The, the great quote. So, the, the, you know, I about love Apollo. The, you know, when it knocks you down about the, you got to get up when he's talking to his son. I, I have one, it right? saved here, and I wanted to read it specifically because we didn't do it the other day. Uh-huh. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place. And I don't care how tough you are. It'll beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody's going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Dude. That's such a good scene. I swear to you. I was getting chills when you were reading that. Yeah, and I swear to you, I was reading this on the train ride in. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going through some difficult stuff. Yeah, I know. And I sent this, you know... to somebody who needed it, and it was actually like I was starting to get teared up thinking about it. And even thinking about my father when he was going through his health issues, mm-hmm. sent it to him. Like that that quote, dude, find me a better quote. It hits that. it all, man. It, it hits it all because it's it's just, it's it really is all-encompassing. Um, yeah, it was sad. Uh, it, 76 is, he wasn't sick, though. That's the, like, and it's 76, is, it's old, but it's not, not really old. I feel like. 90's you, old. Yeah. I 88's old. 76 is. I feel like anything short of 80. Old? Yeah. You, 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 you sold a little short. Now, yeah. 76 is close enough. By the way, which is just about the average male expectancy. What, 70, I think it's actually 74.7. We, so I think he exceeded that. We, we went we, over we this. Uh, women are 78 point something. All right. Men are a couple so of years he's younger. right about there. But to me, that's why it didn't really hit me. I was like, okay, well, you know, he lived a long, you know. No, no, understood. But I, I didn't think he was six. I was kind of surprised. Can I tell you my favorite scene of all, yeah. uh, anything with Carl? Yeah. You know, right. So to me, 
This is where it's just it's the best. So Rocky's getting a little little fat on the top of the mountain, maybe not training as hard, and loses his edge. And he's like, dude, you got to get back the eye of the tiger. So he takes him to where he learned how to fight. Oh yeah. And they're sleeping in that dump hotel, and Paulie's yeah. miserable. You know, he's and and like just the 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 humbleness of of those roots. He walks in; he's the only white guy in the gym. Yeah, they're all I they all respect yeah. him. But they're all they're all saying without saying what the hell are you bringing this guy and he's the one who took the belt from you you're our guy right. what's he doing here and then when they start going through it and Apollo was still so fluid like Apollo Creed looked like an actual boxer yeah. dude yeah. he was and, smooth and then you get the eye of the tiger and then when he pulls pu- pulls Paulie in from the pool and you got the whole eye of the tiger montage that was that was peak Rocky yeah. he was the best man nah, rest well, in peace Carl I gotta go back and watch love those again all right BT and Sal on the fans finish up on the phones Richie is in Rockland County what's up Richie. Hey, guys, how you doing today? How are you, Richie? Hey, Rich. Doing great, man. Doing great. Love the show. I've called before. Actually, this is the first time calling with uh, with Sal. On, Thank uh, you. With you guys. Nice, Rich. So, so I have a couple of Nick things I want to talk about, but I got to first take some issue with you, Sal, with your take on the whole Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift thing. Yeah. Okay, just really quick. You're a Giants fan, right? I am. Yeah. Now, you remember, uh, I don't remember how many years ago it was, you had some players go off on some joint right before the playoffs yes, or something yes. like that. Yeah, Odell Beckham Jr., Victor Cruz, the boat, the boat trip. Yeah. The boat trip. And mm-hmm. they came back, and they were horrible. And everybody, every fan was like, why did they go? What's going on? So on yeah, and so forth. Yeah, but they went to party. Travis Kelsey would be go- Travis Kelsey would be going to support his girlfriend, hopefully future wife, at the Grammys. Here's, here's the thing, man. Okay, it's a team game. He's part of the team. He needs to be with the team when the team is in Vegas preparing for the biggest game of the year. And he will be. So- and he he was. He is. <laughs> I, I mean, what what what? You can't take a few hours out. What do you think he did? He went to get dinner anyway. I'm sure. <laughs> okay, I didn't go to argue with you about this. I just I you know. Go ahead. What's your what's your what's your next point, <laughs> anyway. Richie? Let's talk, let's talk to Knicks because you know I've heard a few calls today. You know, talking about we got to make this trade, that trade, so on and so forth. Look, if the Knicks don't make a trade, I'm okay with that because I look at the makeup of the team. You've got uh, Randall coming back. You've got OG who is was playing incredible before he got hurt. You got him coming back. You've got further down the road. You've got Mitchell coming back. You know, when OG's back on the floor, that changes the whole rotation. Who's in the starting lineup? Who can come off the bench? It changes how many minutes guys are playing. And if you, you know, you're looking at that game Saturday night, when they got to that fourth quarter Saturday night, a lot of shots didn't go down. And that's because they're tired. They're playing a lot more minutes than they should be playing because guys are injured. Yep. So I'm looking at this team and I think they're okay. However, if a trade falls in their laps, okay, for a Deshante Murray or a DeMar, Well, it's not going to fall know. in their lap. You have to go get that. A type of trade like right. that, Richie. You, you know what I mean? But I, maybe I'm using yeah, the wrong yeah. verbiage. Yeah, right. they, they, they're looking for it, and it actually makes sense. Then, yeah, you make that trade. Yeah, and, but, that, and that's kind I, of the point. And thank you for the call, Richie. We appreciate you checking in. To me, the time is now. By the way, I feel like I've had to sneeze for the last five minutes here. I don't know what's going on. If it's the air in here, allergies, getting cold. Really? What the hell's going on here? Yeah, now You're also a Giants fan, I just learned <laughs> yeah. today from that previous call. There you <laughs> you're go. a Giants fan. I am? Yeah, I am. <laughs> um, but, and I, I do think those two 
things are different. Going to party with the boys on a boat trip a week before the postseason. Yep. And by the way, Kelsey, you know, at the time, Odell Beckham Jr. is still young, hasn't won anything in the league. You know, you're talking about Kelsey's a Super Bowl champion, you know, one of the greatest tight ends of all time. He could spend a few hours away at the Grammys for his girlfriend. This is going to be, you know, again, I, I don't have an issue with this. It's going to be a very literal, you know, way in here. Like, if they're married, might be different. If they're engaged, might be different. They're I think still it's different not. the other way. Well, I could also understand that because you're pledging support. I, I, know, I know what you mean. Married, it's like third year. You're going on your own. I'll see you later. <laughs> married, you got to go. You're <laughs> drinking, you're kicking a screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nah. uh, but I, I think it because it's not quite official yet, you know, you, you're telling your team I'm, I'm peacing out. I don't think that they would begrudge him, but I don't think Kelsey wants to put his franchise in that predicament. And I respect that. How cool would it have been? Doesn't want to make them say yes or no. How cool would it have been to see Kelsey and Andy Reid at the Grammys? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, right. I know. Oh my gosh! Uh, they should have done. Justin is calling from North Jersey. What's up, Justin? Uh, hey guys, how you doing? Hey, how are you, Sal? I do want to fight with you on this point. Mm. Think about it. I mean, what happened to Romo when he went with who was it? Yeah, Jessica, Jessica Simpson. Simpson. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cabo. But this is not this is not a vacation. This is not a time away. It's a one night deal. The whole point is distraction. The focus needs to be hundred percent on football. And you you said the Grammys is the Super Bowl for Taylor Swift. She's not performing there. She's receiving an award. It's like showing up for the MVP award. Whatever. If she shows up for all his games, you're 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 missing the Justin, you're missing the point. He, she has showed up for him around the United States of America watching him play football. She went to Buffalo. When, Some would argue that's he, the worst place on earth. She went to Buffalo to watch him play a football. No. Uh, no, I get it, but she didn't do it because it was, he was performing. She did it because she supports her man. He needs to I support his that. woman. And he went to Argentina to see her perform. She's receiving an award tonight or last yeah. night. It's, Whatever it's it the Super Bowl for what she does. The Grammys is the biggest oh, night in music. Come on. You got to You got an award no, ceremony. You got Justin. It's the biggest night for what she does, and thank you for the call. Biggest night for what she does. You got to support your oh, girlfriend. God. What? I'm not an anti Taylor Swift or a. Uh, you know, I, I don't mind seeing her at the games. I'm not even a Swiftie. Doesn't bother me at all. Doesn't let, let me. Yeah. Well, let how me, about as a as, as a man, like in a relationship, he is not doing his part. Well, it, you know what it does? It doesn't. Their relationship. I think the better word doesn't. It, it definitely does not bother me. The better way for me to frame it is, it doesn't impact me. It doesn't that, impact me either. No, no, but, I, know, no yeah. I know. But I think that's what bothers me most about the people that oh, chime in. right, against it. Does it really impact you? The answer is 1,000% no. You mean like seeing her on TV yes. all the time? Yeah. Does it bother you? Well, it might bother you. I can't say that it's 0%, but I would like to know why. Is it somebody else's happiness yeah. that is bothering you? If so, that's sad. I, I think that that's it. I By think the way, comes... your boy Mad Dog might be in a little hot water here. What do you do now? A little ESPN on ESPN Crime. You see this? Your no. boy Jimmy Trey. Oh, about Dan Orlovsky. You see this? Yeah, he called him a scrub or I something. I guess Dan was, uh, who the hell watched even a second of that stupid Pro Bowl stuff out there? It's useless. It's the most useless uh, you know, all-star weekend of any sport. I can't stand I don't even waste my time watching it. But I watched a lot of golf this weekend. I did not watch that. But I guess Dan was, I don't know, throwing the football around, whatever he did. Yeah. And Russo, on first take with, uh, with Steven mm-hmm. and Molly, Said, quote, he was a scrub in the NFL. Well, and this 
you know, and I guess no referencing the video that, there. <laughs> well, and then he just said, this does not make up for that, meaning the video that I'm sure they were watching from him throwing 50-yard right. spirals in, in a very uh, oh, we'll antiseptic environment. Be... Well, then Dan retweeted Jimmy Traynor's tweet, and he says, may be a Hall of Famer, but this is classless. Oh, Dan, stop taking yourself so, so seriously. Come on, come on dude. dude. He's joking around. It's entertaining. I mean, come on. You see, what Dan should do is be like, he's right, I was a scrub. But I'm not anymore. He's one of the better analysts in the, in the, in the world right now for yeah. what he does. Yeah, he's very. I like. Don't him. take yourself so seriously. Mm. Did they have the competition of where you know guys can try to run out of the back of the end zone? And Orlovsky maybe. Well, he did that with the Lions. Yeah. Did they have the competition about guys on the radio losing bets and Welchin because Russo lose that one? Oh, there, there you go, go. Danny. I got con- and I like Mad Dog. I got content there for ways- him, but he can fire back a little bit. There are ways Pay to up punch- a bet, Mooch. Ways to punch back. <laughs> That's not the right one. I, I, that was Come a little on. too serious. Too yeah. serious of a tone for something I'm sure Mad Dog was kidding around with. I guess. All right, that does it for us. Thanks to everybody who listened. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks to everybody who called as well. We appreciate you. Thanks to Dove. Thanks to Hoff. Back again tomorrow at 10 a.m. Evan and Tiki. They're coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.